First, the bad news. SAP Business AI won't help you generate cubist versions of your family's holiday photos. But it will help you understand which supplier is best to help you roll out your plant-based packaging in Southeast Asia. Or identify the training your junior project manager needs to rise up the ranks. And automate repetitive tasks while you focus on big innovations. So you can be ready for the next opportunity. Revolutionary technology. Real-world results. That's SAP Business AI. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at microsoft.com slash AI for all. Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> yeah. here we go. Here we go. Indeed, Mike. Yes. Um, yeah. Welcome to the best show. This is a version of the best show. It's, it's it's where it's where we find ourselves, and we do what we can with the tools we have at our disposal, and that's what we're doing. And we're doing a show, and I'm in Los Angeles, and Jason is in New York City. Yeah, and Mike is in Bayonne. Yeah, you're right. You don't know where I am sometimes. <laughs> right now, Mike's in Bayonne, and Pat yeah. will join us uh, shortly. He's in Jersey City, and yeah, it is uh, something else. Everybody's uh, holed up and hiding, and I at least I don't know. Are you hiding out, Mike? Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm taking it seriously. You know, I mean, uh, I've seen enough stuff on the news that uh, I don't want to pay a visit to a hospital and be gasping. I mean, I think that would be enough to. Uh, get everybody to take it seriously. Yeah. Um, I think, I think people are taking it seriously. I mean, Bayonne, you know, they've, well, I think it's statewide. Uh, the situation here is that pretty much bars and restaurants are closed mm-hmm. except for takeout. Uh, you could get takeout food, mm-hmm. but that's only until eight o'clock. They want everything closed by eight o'clock. Okay. So it's a, it's a shortened day. Uh, and limited uh, contact with uh, food businesses didn't help me at masses uh, Saturday. I you know I hadn't heard anything all week. I mean, I was going to meet with uh, the owner and uh, his wife uh, during my shift, so I went down there not knowing what was going to happen because uh, you know we don't have food, we have packaged goods, so technically we could be open to sell packaged goods to go. But uh, that doesn't make any sense when the liquor stores were deemed essential businesses, which was, that was an interesting uh, New Jersey. Uh, I don't know if it's the same way out in California. Uh, liquor stores are essential businesses. I don't yes. know. Liquor stores. Yeah, they are. Oh. Liquor stores and um, dispensaries are yeah. meant to be, essential uh, businesses, but they, they insist they are just, uh, on extreme, uh, distancing. They closed right. down the, okay. the, the gun shops in California today though. Okay. So, so that's a good, oh, really? yeah. Yeah. Uh, now I heard that in, um, 
I heard that in Bayonne that the people are taking it very seriously and that even even the rats now are wearing uh, masks. <laughs> uh, I, I hadn't heard that detail, but I did hear one particular detail, which, you know, I guess some towns didn't really even think about it. Uh, I heard that Bayonne did dismantle the rims from the baskets in the park. Mm-hmm. So, so the kids wouldn't even be tempted to play basketball. Oh, that's is smart. That, um, is that also? Yeah, no, that. Yeah, they also are afraid you're just going to throw down with a tomahawk jam because like, <laughs> Mike's got some time on his hands. He's uh, going to come to the court and start hustling guys yeah. for money. Yeah, no, no, my basketball days are over. I mean, yeah, I think I think the last time I played basketball must have been maybe. Uh, Let's say eleven, twelve years ago, and yeah. no, I'm, it was I'm really it was terrified. I'm terrified of it. I, at work, at work, there was a basketball court uh-huh. uh, yeah. at, on this the lot that we've been working on, and then um, someone brought in a basketball, and um, uh-huh. so then we went down and started shooting like horse. Uh, yeah, and horse became pig because people are so bad that it had to become a shorter, <laughs> a shorter word. Yeah, yeah. I've never heard yeah. of a pig variation. Yeah, it becomes. No, I've, I've heard of pig. Yeah, I've heard of less. pig. It's too less, yeah. Jason. Uh-huh. And uh, even pig was taking a while to get through a three-hour pig game. Nobody can make uh-huh. a basket. But I was, and then at one point somebody was like, hey, guard me. I'll see if I can play. And all I could picture was just like, I'm going to blow my <laughs> knee out and then be crutching for six months and yeah. be the person who has to go get like multiple leg surgeries because they just didn't know when to stop trying to play basketball. <laughs> well, I, when I was in high school, I broke my ankle playing basketball. So I have a history with it. So I. Yeah, I'm not going to uh, go there ever again. No, no. So they took the rims down in Bayonne. Yeah, the rims are down. Yeah. You know, I mean, I I literally have have not been out. I mean, I've I've you know I've I've made a few, you know, I made a food trip. My first, I mean, I I tried to stay away from the supermarkets. You know, I, I'm not going to be a part of that scene. You know, and I'm one person, so I don't need a lot of food really to get by. Yeah, I, I took one. I took one trip to not not the main supermarket. There's actually it's the old Acme from the Wrestler. It's not an Acme anymore, but I I did go over there and uh, the parking lot was full. I'm like I, I'm not going to I'm not going to be part of that. What is so that I now? saw the right. Are they? I saw the right aid across the street. I'm like yeah. you know they've got food in there. Sure. So I went in there and I was able to pick up some stuff. They had soup even. Uh, the only thing they didn't have, like I could have used some pasta and sauce. That would have been great, but they didn't have that. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I got some stuff to keep me going. Uh, you know, yeah. once or. Oh, yeah. You could maybe pour Mucinex on top of the spaghetti, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I could always do a, I, I just watched Crumb recently and I, I, they, they were sitting down to a spaghetti dinner and, uh, Robert Crumb was, he's not a spaghetti sauce guy. He, he was just putting butter on it, which I never really got into that. How about, how about you guys? Butter and spaghetti? I, I prefer pasta sauce, like like a tomato sauce. Uh-huh. But I I enjoy butter on pasta, depending on yeah. how it's good. Yeah. And, uh, I'll take butter noodles if, they, if that's the only option. Hey, guys, this yeah. is Pat. 
Hey, hey, Pat. How are you? I'm doing good now. Welcome. Yeah. <laughs> well, not wow. You're coming wind, in hot. The wind out of the sails with that one. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, uh, Mike was just telling us about how he bought all his uh, his groceries at the Rite Aid, and um, <laughs> he, what you didn't want to make it over to the Green Quick Check. <laughs> you know what? I, I was curious about the Quick Check because yeah. you know I, I haven't been there. Uh, I'm just wondering whether they're they have to close at eight o'clock. Mm-hmm. Um, I would think I would think so, but I mean they sell gas there too. I heard they're central. Uh, yeah, I think they. I think they. I don't think they close at eight. Oh, okay. Because bodegas and everything aren't closing in New York. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. I mean, well, maybe, maybe I'll make. What's that? Maybe I make. I'll make a minute run over there. You know, when there's nobody over there. You know. Are you beeping your own phone, Mike? I don't think so. Just, just be, just be mindful, everybody who has a beeping phone. Um that you're not getting too worked up and pressing your own phone. Um, uh-huh. So one, one thing that about Bayonne is that, I mean, the, the coronavirus has been there for like seven years and that's actually <laughs> something people is actually on the sign. When you pull in, it says home with uh-huh. the coronavirus. <laughs> so we're immune to it already. Yeah. You guys have worked up a, a pretty, pretty hearty tolerance of it. <laughs> Coronavirus? Wait, you guys are scared of that thing? Uh-huh. They charge extra for it on sandwiches. <laughs> hey, Bayonne's been doing all right. They're still in the Mike, single digit. Mike, I'm I love Bayonne, and you know I'm uh-huh. just giving you I'm giving you the best. Yeah. I'm just giving yeah. you. The I want everybody to be safe and everybody to be healthy. And I hear these stories of people. Jason just mentioned somebody who was way too like anybody. Uh, getting sick or, or, you know, God forbid, dying from this is, is, yeah. is a tragedy. But especially somebody like young in their 30s, oh, my goodness. Yeah. That's worse. Yeah. That's so that's so tragic. And, um, yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't know anyone directly. You know, all the people that I've heard, it, it's sort of been secondhand, you know, through other people. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been, I've been fortunate in that, in that way, but, uh, one of my friends, she works in the New York school system. I saw she posted something on Facebook, a young principal in yeah, her thirties. Yeah. 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 I think she was 36. And, uh, she yeah. passed away? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's horrible. Yeah. So it's serious, you know, I mean, yeah. it's not, it's not an old people's disease, you know? Well, they're making um, the Javits center into a hospital. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. They, uh, Mike, young guys like Dudio and Pat, they got the whole world ahead of them. Mm-hmm. The, the old dogs like me and you work. <laughs> yeah. Now, you know, we're, everybody's got to be safe. Everybody's got to yeah. be safe. What are you, what, what are you doing to, to get through a day, uh, Jason or Mike or Pat? Uh, uh I'm still working. I'm still working remotely uh, with my day job, and I've been playing a lot of Animal Crossing, the new game that came out sure. on uh, Nintendo yeah. Switch, which is very—it's—it's it's very peaceful. It's—it's—it's um, it's, it's really kind of everything you need right now. Just walking around, picking up fruit. Mm-hmm. You know, I can't go outside and pick up fruit, so I can do it in a game. 
No. Do you have to wear gloves in the game? You do, and a mask. Okay. Yeah. Well, that seems about right. Yeah. But, uh, I, uh, no, I, I, it's, do you have gloves? Yes, we do, and we have masks, and uh, we wear them when we go out, and uh, we go out and take walks or walk the dog. I mask up because um, mm-hmm. it's serious. We have you know four, over fourteen thousand cases in New York City. Yeah. Oh so no, that, that actually may have jumped this evening. So it just keeps doubling. So. Terrifying. It's yeah. Really yep. Yeah. And Pat, you're in New York. You're in Brooklyn, right? I'm in Brooklyn, New York. Brooklyn yep. Zoo. And this has been, yeah, our decision to stay here, myself and Mindy, because I also have residents. My primary address is in Jersey City, not too far from the studio. And we had to come to Mindy's because my roommate decided to be one of the people that's not taking it seriously. Mm -hmm. Awesome. And I had to, you know, the, the sort of, Mad Dash quick pack that I did became the permanent pack because now we just can't go back. Like, yeah, yeah. Today, like even today, I was like, let me just check in on him, and I, I uh, tried to Facetime him, and he was in someone's backyard, and uh, I could see some of the people there, and one of them was an ER nurse, and I'm just like, you are being the dumbest person I know right now, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we were trying to explain to him, like, you know, if, hey, man, if you can make it 14 days in the apartment without going out, mm-hmm. then we will come back there and, and ride it out there because, the, you know, that, that's the bigger of the two apartments. Yeah, it's your place. It's and your- he keeps, yep, and he, keeps re- he just keeps resetting the clock every time he goes out or does something. Just like, you know, he was ke- up until a week ago, he, he was keeping uh, a, like a, a gig he had in the city where he was taking the train and we we're just like, John, you got to, sorry, I shouldn't have even said his name, but didn't say his last name. Uh, no, you know, it's just been, I don't know. It, John, been, John, who <laughs> John Doe, John Doe, John Smith. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, we've this, been, guy, this guy sounds, uh, this guy, I'm not nuts about you. I'm not saying your name cause Pat <laughs> asked us to say it, but you <laughs> don't Jeb. I'm telling you right now, you jeopardize, my friend Pat, you got you jeopardize uh, 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 my, my uh, somebody that means something to me. You're gonna get it. Yeah, so I'm gonna I, get I, it for you. Even my job was uh, my job has been ridiculous, uh, and I mean I'm not complaining because I I still have one right now, and I want to preface by saying I'm not taking that for granted. That being said, I've never hated my my day job more than right now because they are just grinding me to the bone. Because we we already were short staffed before this happened, and now it's like I've just gotten the brunt of um, all the work. Uh, and and they you work, work you work at Bubba Gr- uh, Bubba, Bubba Gump Shrimp Company, correct? <laughs> yeah. Okay. No. Um, to go only though. Now it's yeah. To go all, all, all the I'm doing the online orders from from Mindy's apartment. Uh, Do you think Bubba Gump Shrimp Company is currently open and has to go orders only? I I said that only because the other day Kristen looked at Uber Eats and she's like, "Oh my God, Bubba Gump Shrimp Company's delivering." Yeah. So they shift everyone. Every restaurant in New York City has shifted delivery. So yeah. stuff you've never seen before is popping up. 
they have no idea. Do you think they've ever had like to go orders been a part of their thing at all at Bubba? Like that there's somebody ordering Bubba Gump Shrimp Company to be just delivered <laughs> to their home. I, I bet it, I bet they had a hearty like tourist takeout business where like someone comes in, they check into their Times Square hotel and they're just excited to, you know, go pick up their meal from Bubba Gump and eat it in the hotel. I would agree with that. It's probably for, for goons. Yeah. Uh, and for, for not, not goons, for, uh, hillbillies, for the, <laughs> the rubes, the for goons the, and hillbillies. Yeah. That are just, uh, the people that come to New York and they, they say they want to see nine eleven. Yes. Um, then they, uh, they go down there and try to get their picture taken with nine eleven. Yeah. And, <laughs> Then yeah. they go to Times Square. This is so Times real, Tom. And they're so excited to see Times Square, to see uh, M&M Store. M&M Store and Bubba Gump. Naked and, Cowboy. Uh, Naked Cowboy. They're excited. And they're just also just excited about just like uh, like a, a TGI Fridays, or like a Fridays or a Chili's. The uh, three-story Applebee's. <laughs> The three-story app because then you just know because they yeah. and then in the, like they, they in their defense they always say it's like well they know what they're going to get is why they like to eat it right because right. you could walk into a place and it would just like who knows what's going on in there and I, I would agree with them it's just like there's at in two in the year two thousand twenty there's no way of knowing what could possibly be going on in a in a restaurant that looks well lit and. Yeah. Like it but just has a name that isn't like one that's also in your town. Has a letter A in the window. You have no idea. It has a letter A on the window, has right. a bustling crowd of people who look who look healthy and normal <laughs> and also are look super content eating there. Yeah. What a, and it's maybe a, an and it's a town. Maybe an ethnic name. Yeah. Maybe yeah, maybe it's got an O or an I or yeah. even at the end of the thing or even like a, a a consonant. Then you really wouldn't know what to make of these people. Uh, if they're going to so, be adventurous at all, they're going to go to Planet Hollywood. Yeah, or just they'll go to where they thought the wrestling place was and not realizing it went out of business 14 years ago. It's a, hard, it's, it's a hard rock cafe still in uh, Manhattan. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. It's a block up from Red Lobster. Uh, that was one of the most disappointing eating experiences. I mean, I couldn't believe how bad I went to the one. It used to be, there used to be one on in the fifties, like 52nd street or something up there. Mm-hmm. Um, they had a couple at one time. I thought, I mean, I'm out of the city for a while. Well, My roommate's uh, heading there right now. Oh yeah, the hard rock. <laughs> like you're going back. You're going back in. Uh, what uh, rock artifacts do you think they have in the New York uh, hard rock? I, I just re- remember being disappointed by the artifacts too. I mean, yeah. it was it was items of clothing which you know just don't quite look the same without the body in them. You know, we'll I think round, they did have some. Let's go round round robin here, naming items that are at the in March of 2020 that are at the hard rock. Okay. <laughs> Speculate. Uh-huh. Okay. Start with Mike. Uh, M&M scarf. M&M scarf. Okay. Head scarf. <laughs> At. 
One pair of Angus Young shorts. Okay. That's a good guess. Jason? A uh, sleeveless denim jacket that once belonged to Tico Torres from Bon Jovi. From Bon Jovi, yes. <laughs> but I, would, I would say there probably be uh, Chris Martin would have like a, a, like a, a piano stool, like, <laughs> like a keyboard bench that he sits on. Yeah. That he's that he's played in concert that it, with Coldplay, Mike. <laughs> uh, let's see. I'm trying to be up to date. Um, maybe something from Wilco. Uh, he wears lots of heavy uh, clothing. Maybe a sweater he wore on stage. So one of Jeff, Jeff Tweedy's sweaters. Yeah, <laughs> one of Jeff Tweedy's sweaters. Yeah. Uh-huh. We're not even going to make the joke about a tweed. <laughs> no, 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 I wasn't going there. It's not a. It's not, uh, it's not Art, Art Link later. Uh, kids say the darndest things here. We're not doing puns. No, I've seen I've seen them a couple times, and I always sort of thought he was overdressed for the stage. Jeff Tweedy. Jeff Tweedy. Yeah. I, I think these days he's pretty. Uh, he dresses pretty down. Does he? Yeah. Yeah. But always like long sleeve shirts, even, and you know, I don't, I don't think I've ever even seen his bare arms. He's wrapped. He likes wrap. He, he stays wrapped. Yeah, yeah. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders, no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I used to get I used to get mad when when members of my own band wore shorts. I really didn't like that. Oh, I, I agree with that completely. I don't want to see. I don't want to see if somebody takes it too casually on stage. Yeah, you're 100 yeah. percent right, Pat. That's a comedy rule as well. Yeah, I never. I always I always frown upon uh, shorts, and then I was always the jerk because no one liked that. But as far as far as we're going round robin, right next artifact, yeah. I'm gonna say. A harmonica stand, like one of those like neck stands for a harmonica. Sure. Yeah. Owned by Jacob Dylan, not even Bob Dylan. But sure. Jacob so Dillon. wallflowers. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> We're talk are we talking from one headlight era prime years? No, or? no even like Jacob Dylan touring uh Echo in the Canyon. Mid two thousands or yeah, I don't sure. even know. All right. Jason. I'm going to say a uh, travel pack of Kleenex tissues uh, once carried by The Weeknd. Okay, sure. I would say they have um, one of uh, like a, 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 a sleeveless denim jacket, like ja- like like vest, denim vest, uh, John Cougar, Mellencamp. Oh, yeah. Wore 
that has just like this side puffed up from where he would keep cigarette a cigarette lighter. <laughs> you can see uh-huh. in the you can see the outline of a cigarette like a yeah. big cigarette lighter uh-huh. in the in the pocket. Yeah, you can see the life lived in that pocket. Yes, you see like the breast pocket. You can just see the outline of a big lighter. So everybody's being safe. You're Jason. You're working a lot. Yeah. I'm working a lot. Um, Ad, you're working a lot. Yeah, don't like it, and but uh, we're. Yeah. I'm happy to have a job. Yeah, same um, here. I'm totally grateful for it. I would say to both of you, it's kind of, it's kind of. I guess I'll be completely honest. It's a little upsetting. You both don't sound grateful for your jobs, and <laughs> <laughs> you've only each said it five times. Yeah, knowing how bad it would sound to complain about. Oh yeah. God. Yeah. Yeah. They actually tried to get me to come in twice, uh, including yet, yesterday. I had I had to write as professional an email as I could. Uh huh. Infuriated, just dear, like dear Bubba Gump Shrimp Company. <laughs> dear 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 Mister Bubba Gump. Yeah, he's uh, dead. Oh, sorry, Bubba's dead. Uh, no, but I, I had an email in my inbox, like first thing, saying we're going to do a rotating schedule, so one person comes in, and I was like. Absolutely not. And then yeah. as of today, as of today, two of my coworkers in a five person office have symptoms. Two. Oh, great. And I mean, I Fly. haven't been there since, uh, maybe the eighth or ninth, but like, you know, come on. I mean, I'm going to end up even more stuff to do because I'm going to be like the only person who's not just homesick. Yeah. This is nuts. It's, it's, I don't know. I, I, I stood my ground and I, I said, I'm not coming in, but I mean, it's, it's been, I've been like the only one out of my whole team who hasn't kept going in. Now, do you worry? Do you feel, do you have like a sense of like hypochondria? For sure. Where suddenly you're just like, oh, oh no, that's it. I mean, I, I struggle with that all the time. I mean, before this happened, so this, this wasn't great for me, but I, I was, uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I had, um, Mindy and I have been taking this very seriously since the start. It sounds like Jason and Kristen have as well. And Oh, yeah. And I've been joking with <clears> – I think I, I texted Jason this earlier, and I'm sure somebody tweeted this joke already by now, but I keep saying current situation in the world, there's two types of people. You're either Richard Dreyfus or you're the mayor from Jaws. That's mm-hmm. it. And my coworkers are the mayors from Jaws. The beach is open, and they're just saying, "Jump on in." Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, it's a nice beach. Yeah, um, I think. Yeah, I think. I, I think. I think our, the mayor of uh, the, you know, uh, yeah, is he's uh, our president now. We're all mayor, supposed to come out on Easter Sunday. Us. Take yeah. it easy. Come on. I'm kidding. Imagine. <laughs> Come on, hey, be nice. Be nice. <laughs> Literally the least nice human. Um yeah, it's a real positive sign when the one person who happens to be the worst at this is also in charge. It's like wow, what a weird coincidence that was. Like how'd that how'd that shake out? The person literally the worst at handling this crisis is also Topping the charts in terms of who's in control of everything. Hey, yeah, yeah. 
right? Mike? And he just, he's, he, he's thinking of like a big, uh, he wants a big spectacle when it, when it ends. And he, 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 he can't even get the thought that, you know, it could be dangerous to have everybody packing churches on Easter Sunday. But in his mind, he, he just thinks of like, you know, spectacle and, and, you know, the optics, mm-hmm. you know, and, you know, he, he's not even thinking about safety. You know, it's not even a consideration, I don't think. You don't care. You Bizarre. Don't care. Yeah, he would, he's not going to be at the church, that's for sure. <laughs> no. You don't care. He's the worst. No. He's really a uh, colossal, colossal bummer. And look, I know two of the four of us voted for him. This is not a time to judge <laughs> anymore. Um, Twice, also in the primaries, too. What's that? I said in the primaries also, so that's two yeah. votes. Uh, two Voting votes. Twice, yeah. Two of us voted for him twice. Yeah. Um, no, he, it's just, it's so dispiriting, and I don't even know, it's, it's just like you don't even know what to say about it. Like, you, I wake up and I'm just like, oh, boy, okay. <laughs> he's he's the worst at this. And, and look, I've kept this show so apolitical for the longest time in a sense in the sense that it's not just like a part of the fabric mm-hmm. of the show where we just talk issues and stuff. Because yeah. it's like yeah. it's a safe yeah. place. It's a, it was meant to be a safe place where it's just like you, you, you can't get a break from stuff, but it's like you know what side of things where where we land on stuff, and it's just like, ugh, but this is just so awesome. It was never life and death before. That's yeah. that's the new twist. Yeah, it's life and death now. So it, it's it's sort of in a, it's at a new level now. So it's yeah, because it it's, almost, it's almost unavoidable. Yeah, because it was like it could it was like life or death for like certain people, but you didn't always. It was easy to not see them if you don't want to see them. Like the way, like if you could, you can't turn away. Nobody can turn away from this. It's it's everybody is in the line of fire on this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's always easy to be like, well, it's not my, it's not in my backyard, like that kind of thing. Or I know, don't know, like if I'm not one of the people who would potentially be uh, targeted by his awful policies then it it actually doesn't impact literally me. It impacts people I mm-hmm. might know or people I know second or third hand. But now it's just, it's like everybody is, is has a target on their back now. Mm-hmm. And it's just not even, you just can't even, I don't even know. It's just, it's uh, how do you keep your spirits up? That's That's a good question. I mean, I've, I saw you. You, uh, you watched uh, Tiger King. Yeah, I watched Tiger King, all seven episodes. That was, it turned out that was not <laughs> a funny thing. Turned not to be a way to keep your spirits up. <laughs> this thing that, yeah, I will say this. First of all, Netflix. Um, I'll say this, a, a couple thoughts. Number one, anybody working on any kind of project, and if they ever tell you it's just like, well, uh, I don't think this. These characters, listen, they're worried about the likability factor on them. It's like, <laughs> well, uh-huh. eight, 800 million people watch Tiger King, uh-huh. and it, I've never seen anything with worse people in it 
um, top to bottom, you know, you know, it's troublesome where you're kind of just like, I guess maybe the guy with the, with the, <laughs> with the prosthetic clown leg is the nicest guy on the show, maybe. And what, what about, what about the guy I, I, I lovingly call old Kurt Cobain? Old Kurt, that could be like six people on the show. <laughs> yeah, the guy who's in his shades all the time with the long blonde oh, hair. The one who had the cigarette hanging out of his mouth while he poured gas. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Who just like, don't try this at home, kids. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was yeah. usually shoveling the uh, the meat, the old meat from uh, Walmart. Yeah, out of the truck. Which. You know, you know when you watch something or you hear about something and it's like, obviously there are like major atrocities that are so upsetting and things. I remember being so bummed at the, when I saw that they misspelled pizzeria on the sign for the, for the pizzeria that they opened that they yeah. were using discarded Walmart meat. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. I didn't even pick up on that. Pizzeria is P-I-Z-Z-E-R-I-A, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right? It's not the word pizza with R-I-A stuck at the end of it. Oh, wait. No, that's the correct spelling. Oh, there's no E-R. Now i got to look. Now you got me thrown off. I thought it was pizza R-I-A-A. R-I-A. Pizzeria. P-I-Z-Z-E-R-I-A. Oh, okay. All right. Well, I blew it then. It's not the word pizza, I, right? Am I wrong on this? I'm looking at <laughs> Somebody's got to look it up. <laughs> if you type in, yeah, if you type in pizzeria the way they spelled it on their sign, which is the word pizza with R-I-A at the end, Google even says, do you mean pizzeria? Oh, okay. All right. With an E-R-I-A. Oh, Mike. I, I would have failed. A, there might that's be a that's why I didn't pick it up. <laughs> tell you, there might be some textbooks out there with pizzeria misspelled in it. Right now, <laughs> some law books, even some, uh-huh. some people, people right now, some publisher or some editor, some some authors are just like this guy. This guy, now I know how that got through in my book. <laughs> no, but Pete, no, actually, actually, I just spelled it out in, in the air, and yeah, I, I would have spelled it right in the air. Yeah, now yeah. you have to write it out. That's exactly it. If you, you were to spell yeah. it, you know, you know, in your gut how you spell the word pizzeria yeah yeah, yeah. they misspelled it uh, uh, jo- uh, jo- uh joe uh, exotic <laughs> for his people who who of the four of us has watched tiger king i watched all of it in one sitting no two 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 sittings oh i i watched it in one sitting okay you so you watched all seven <laughs> in one sitting <laughs> yeah that's how far gone i am jason have you seen tiger king He may have had to uh, run that errand. Might have to run out. Pat? Yeah. Pat, are you there? I'm here. I, I I lost you guys for a split second, but now I can hear you. Pat, did you see Tiger King on Netflix? It's on our queue. We're going to watch. We're finishing Baskets right now, and then we're going to watch that. Okay. Well, it's something else. It's That's a good segue because... I mean, I mean, I was watching it, and I kept expecting uh, Danny Bride to show up, uh, Danny McBride to show up in, in the thing. Well, kind of was on that. I'm not going to ruin any of it for anybody, but there's yeah. a shot in there's a shot in one of the late episodes that literally <laughs> was lifted from 
eastbound and down. <laughs> yeah. The jet ski scene where I'm just like, <laughs> I thought yeah. what he was missing was the naked lady on the back of the jet ski. <laughs> how, how, how much time do you think was, I mean, you know, they really stepped in it with that documentary because they had all this footage to work with already. You know, it was, it was just sort of a matter of like editing what they had, right? I don't I mean, know. They filmed I mean, the one on earth. Can you imagine, imagine saying to yourself, well, I'm going to burn some documents right now, right? <laughs> and just be like, somebody filming this? Like, you're filming this, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, was, it wasn't like anything was not filmed in their lives. Yeah, they're filming everything. Like, like, like young, like people in their twenties get hammered for like documenting everything. Mm-hmm. It's just like, well, there's no, there's nobody in their twenties that can hold a candle to to uh, Joe Exotic with his documenting <laughs> of everything. This guy's seventy eight years old or however old he was. He looked like he looked like such a. So, oh, I don't want to get on Howie. I'm not getting on Howie. <laughs> he certainly goes to heighten certain elements that were not, that maybe should have, that you would downplay in your appearance. He chose to embrace and to to accentuate. People compared him to Joe Dirt, which I guess is a fair comparison. Yeah, now he's got, uh, I mean, the one that person is not fair to is Joe Dirt. <laughs> And, but the but the music videos it was it was almost like too good, you, you know. know the, the singing on them too, Mike. Did you hear about that? What's that? The details came out over the last day or two that that's not him singing. Oh, really? Yeah, I mean, but it makes sense when you think his voice is up here like this. He's talking. Right. Like, then suddenly here, baby, gonna protect those tigers. Go to look so, so. He's got this, this completely <laughs> conventional country voice, and you're just, yeah. it does not make much sense that the, the guy's talking up here like this. You know, we got so he he's lip. So he just lip syncs. He lip syncs. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I mean, the, the the one video where they had the imitator, the 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 uh, woman yeah. who his his enemy. Yeah. Yeah. Unbelievable. I mean, that was phenomenal. I mean, it was like wow. You know, that, that's when I, when I thought this this is like too good. You know, when I saw that, it, it, I was like this guy is this guy is at the highest level of troll because <laughs> he was straight up straight up winding her up with a lookalike throwing yeah. what is supposed to be her husband's dead body to the tiger. Yeah, yeah, very classy. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean. Now he, he, uh, another, another amazing thing about it, Mike, you tell me, uh, did you know that, that, uh, wild animals were so affordable? I mean, I knew it was a thing. You know, I had no idea. I had no idea. I want. The two, me and you, me and you could throw in like two grand each. And we could uh-huh. we, we could end up with a a tiger, yeah. And yeah. then I I thought they would be like forty grand or something, like fifty. Yeah. So it's like yeah, it's three thousand dollars for a tiger cub. What? 
Well, well, the one interesting fact that came out during the thing was that there are more tigers in the U.S. in these these situations than there are uh, tigers in Africa uh, yeah. live. You know, I mean, you know, in the wilderness. Yeah. I mean, that was sort of mind-boggling. Yeah, no, that was shocking. Uh, that was truly, yeah. it was just filled with shocking moments. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. The, uh, the, the, I, I feel bad for these tigers, though. These poor tigers. Every one yeah. of those rats, every one of those rats, uh, Joe, Joe Exotic and Jeff and Carol and Tim and all of them. Should be four. They should be dropped in a tiger cage. <laughs> yeah. to, let's see how much those tigers like it now, right? Are you guys yeah, talking hey, about hey. that Tiger King thing? Yeah, you didn't. Oh see man, it. haven't seen it yet, but everybody's talking about it. Yeah, oh, I know, it's unbelievable. I know, you, I know you didn't see it because you called it that Tiger King thing, and <laughs> once you see it, you will <laughs> you'll speak with reverence toward it. <laughs> huh. What is the gist? You're a little too the the gist that you must uh, for okay. Look, for people, you, you can't sum it up. You know, it's ima- okay. Here's the gist of the thing. Imagine, you know, you know when you saw the movie Fargo for the first time, and they were like based on a true story, and you're like, really, that story seems pretty weird. I don't know if that could be a real true story. Then you find out later they made it up or lifted certain things from true crime things, but on the whole, made it up. And you're just like, oh, well, they had to have made that up because that was way too far far out to be reality. If if I showed you a documentary and everything that happened in the movie Fargo happened in this documentary, after seeing Tiger King, you'd be like, that's the most boring thing I ever saw in my life. <laughs> this is like – this. Really and, 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 like the, it's like the war and peace of of, of mutants. <laughs> and, and and the thing is, on, on the heels of McMillions, right? McMillions, you thought that was sort of wild, a wild story, you know. Mm-hmm. But it, it made it sort of made McMillions look sort of sedate and uh, oh, quaint. You know, run of the McMillions is like quaint now. Yeah, yeah. Well, Mike, I think you got your work cut out for you now. <laughs> what do you mean? You got Frank. You got Frank and Ro- and uh, and uh, uh, Heather to call in, right? Oh, like, <laughs> well, well, Joe's in the can. And, you know, you know. Crazy enough, Tom. I did think about this. Yeah, I'm thinking like like who could I get? You know, I haven't really started doing searches on Twitter, but I imagine there must be a few of them on there, right? Mike, I know where we're going to end up. I'm going to end up talking to. Uh... <laughs> How about, here's the question. Who am I most likely to get? Who are you most likely to get? Probably yeah. the the campaign director. Yeah, no, he 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 was a yeah, I was a fan of his. Yeah. He he was one of my favorites and also the young lady because she was a straight shooter. Uh I don't think she was uh, an animal abuser so much. Uh the young lady who who lost her arm. Oh, her, yeah. 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 Um, she paid the price, I mean. Okay, well, here we know. go. I'm putting out the point system. What was it, 4000 for the Frank Colombo? Yes. Okay, here's the new point system for the show. Jason, you're back. Pat, you're there. Mike, you're there. 
here is the point system for for this for for anything related to Tiger King. <laughs> Any of Joe Exotic's employees, two thousand two thousand points. Okay, two thousand points. If you get the guy with the prosthetic clown legs, twenty thousand. <laughs> uh-huh. I have. Okay, he drove. He drove at the end. The be- they waited. I'm telling you, this documentary. You could pause this every five minutes and talk for an hour about what you just saw in the last. <laughs> I'm just enjoying what what. I mean, unfortunately, I can't see Pat's or, or, or Jason's faces when we just bring up some of these details. Yeah, because it, it, it sounds so outlandish. You know, it's like we're making it up. So I say. 2,000 to 2,500 for any of Joe Exotic's employees. Mm-hmm. If you can get the uh, Tim, the guy who went into business with Jeff late. Yeah, 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 yeah. Tim, Tim <laughs> 3,000 points. Tim Stark, I think his last name Tim was. Stark, 3,000 points. Uh-huh. You know what, Tom? You know who I think I can get? Who? I can get Carol. Carol, I'll, I'll say Carol's also, Carol's also no. four thousand points. Carol's four thousand points. Jeff, Carol's husband is seven points. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's right. Crazy. That sounds right. You got him with that one. That guy gives, you know the vibe that guy gives off? That guy gives off the vibe. You go see a doctor or a dentist or something like that. It's like, yeah, I'm not going back to that guy again. (laughs) Am am I right on that, Mike? No, you're right. Yeah, that's what I'm laughing at. Yeah, you're you're in the chair, and then that guy comes in, and you're just like, that hurt. Like, he did that film you know, that hurt. He's bad at it. He's bad at uh, his job, and he was really he had a bad he had a bad aftershave on or cologne on, and I felt like I was going to throw <laughs> up. And, and uh, well, he really gestures. Yeah, he just he talked too much. Never going back to see that guy again. So, <laughs> Carol, I'm putting at four thousand points. Uh-huh. How about the guy with the uh, the harem? Antil? Doc. Doc. Bavazan. Ba- 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 yeah, Doc. Everything was. Doc is 5,000. Yeah. 5,000. <laughs> yeah, Jeff is 7,500 points. <laughs> Jeff. So you, you want Jeff then? No, and Joe Exotic is 10,000 points. Well, <laughs> Joe, Joe may be out of reach. Mike, hey, you want those ten? <laughs> Nobody's ever going to catch you again. No exotic to call up. Uh-huh. Hey, hey, Mike. Yeah. Joe, <laughs> Joe Exotic. Jason, I'm telling you, when you watch this thing, your head is going to spin. <laughs> I've already tried once, and Kristen shot it down. Oh. Tiger King. Yeah, I just told said Tiger King, and she went, "Yeah." You got a phone? Watch it on your phone. <laughs> I'll watch it on my phone. <laughs> I, I do have I do have quite a bit of time during this uh, you only quarantine. Got one screen in your place? What is this? Nineteen fifty-five? 
Well, we do have one. Well, no, you're right. The, the phone, phone is a TV. Yep. You got a phone, you go in the corner and you watch it on the, on the headphone. Did I lose you? No, we're here. Oh. Anybody? I was just thinking of places I could hide and watch Tiger King. It would probably just have to either be the closet or the bathroom. Yeah. We could do a whole whole show ranking the characters. Yeah. You know, top to bottom. But you sorta of, you sorta of did the, the main characters right now. I'm telling you with this world it's repul it's as repulsive as it gets. <laughs> there's not there's not one redeeming the only redeeming character is maybe the documentarian, Mike. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you know, he, you know, he had to really sort of bite his tongue like through the whole thing. You know, yeah. I, I mean, to to trust those people. You know, he had to sort of go go down. Mm-hmm. You know, to to their level a bit. Yeah. And, and just sort of refrain from asking like real obvious questions about motivations and you know why they did certain things. <laughs> uh, no, it was um, it was pretty amazing. The uh, the 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 even the 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 search for somebody who would pass as a good guy on this show. <laughs> pretty. Good. Uh, and uh, where do you think you would have ended up in that world, Mike? <laughs> like I said, I, I think I could have hung out with uh, old Kurt Book Cobain. You know, uh-huh. I mean, he he seemed like an old soul. Mm-hmm. You know, he looked like he was just trying to, you know, find a little spot for himself. He didn't, you know, want much out of life. He there's a character he, named he, Old Kurt Cobain. As soon as you see the episode, you'll know who I'm talking about. Okay. Yeah. Uh, imagine if, if Kurt Cobain had lived and, and what he would look like today. Uh, yeah. It looks like this particular person. I thought he had a vibe. He gave off a vibe a little bit like, um, I thought he gave off a, a vibe also like he could have been in Alice in Chains. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Like a Jerry yeah. Cantrell. Like a Jerry Cantrell. He looked he yeah, like, but he has like that he does Mike's Mike's completely right. He has a grunge he has like a he has like an, an OG grunge vibe. <laughs> like and I even think he's wearing a clutch t shirt through most of it most of the yeah, I I couldn't identify that t shirt with all the like pictures of heads and stuff. Oh no, he had a shirt on. There was one shirt. It was just like expressions of Kurt Co- uh, of uh, of uh, Chuck Norris. Oh, is that Chuck Norris? Oh, okay. It's all the same. It's all the same. Uh, oh, picture. Yeah. Okay, They're I got it. Angry. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's. Uh, I could picture if you were in that world, Mike. I I picture you. Um, I could see you rolling with him, like tearing open meat that you got from Walmart. You and him. <laughs> I got to say, Mike, don't take this the wrong way. I think you would have lost a hand. <laughs> I would have lost something for sure. Yeah. yeah. You I think you would have lost a hand. I would come out there in one piece. Yeah. What's that ticking? Yeah, I'm here. 
Two. I think it's I think it's your phone. It's your uh, it's the phone connection. Oh, my. Yeah. Oh, Mike. Can you verify that? How can I verify it? You're the only one on a phone. Here, I'm going to mute you. Okay, you're muted. Okay. <laughs> and now I unmute you. So what's up, guys? So what, uh... I thought maybe there's a timer on this meeting. No, no timer. This is a, Mike, uh, Mike, just a paid stop, account. Mike, just stop dribb- dribbling that basketball a few minutes and <laughs> you'll be fine. I think I'm sitting remarkably still. I think it's cool, uh, Mike. I, I want you to take note of this, Pat and Jason. It's, uh-huh. Glenn Beck said that um, even if we all get sick, I would rather die than kill the country. And he wants he wants older Americans to return to work. I think that's so true. I think you should really follow the lead of a guy whose goal in life was to be Scott Shannon and failed at that. So then, <laughs> so then decided to become a uh, a, 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 a right wing clown. Um, Mike, I tweeted today. Um, I started reading uh, Gravity's Rainbow. Oh yes, I did see that. I'm gi- I'm giving up on it right now. I'm not I'm not I'm not mentally equipped to read this thing right now. It it demands everything. Oh yeah, of me. No, I I do not have everything yeah. to give to it right now. Uh, no, I mean it's it's difficult, and uh, somehow I managed to plow plow my way almost to the end. I think I told the story before. Left, uh, I left a book on a bus, and I had about 80 pages left. And I was like, you know, why bother buying another copy? I understand everything I read. The ending's not going to make a dramatic difference, so I, I never finished it. Yeah, I think I might. I think I will come back to it at a later date when I can give give it give it what uh what uh what I can give it now. Um. Like give it the the attention it it requires. Otherwise, right. I'm just rereading the same three pages over and over again. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It doesn't make me. I'm not. It's not a judgment on my uh, my. Uh, no. So the difficult, no. right? Yeah, it is. Have you ever read Vineland? I never read Vineland. I've read I read Inherent Vice twice, and I've read Crying of Lot Forty Nine once. For me, Vineland was the most enjoyable experience I've had with any of his. Yeah, that's what people say too. People like when I when I tweeted about it, people were just like, "Vineland's his best book," is what yeah. a few people said. And it's funny. It's you know, it's readable. You're not you're not getting lost or anything. So I enjoyed it. Yeah, sure. Now, if there was only uh, a bookstore that was open on the planet, <laughs> <you'd get> a- <laughs> well, I didn't know if you did the uh, Kindle thing. Um, the only Kindle I do is Andy Kindle, and um, <laughs> no, I I would do that. I'm, I'm not great at reading books on a Kindle. It's very strange. Yeah, I'm not, for some no, reason, I haven't. I I prefer that these days. You prefer the Kindle? Yeah, yeah, because I can lay in bed and it's you know it lights up. It's you can change the the uh, you know degree of how bright it is. Mm-hmm. And I can keep reading if Kristen falls asleep, and I can keep reading my dumb Dan Brown novels. So, what are you re- what are you reading? Uh, I am reading Origin. What is it? 
Origin by Dan Brown. So if you want a book where you open it and you immediately feel smarter than the book, mm-hmm. this is a great one. It's so okay. dumb. I put up a poll, a poll for my pandemic book. Did you see that, Tom? I did. I I think I might have. Let me. War, War and Peace. Oh yeah. War and yeah. Peace. Yeah. David David Copperfield. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Portrait of a Lady. Or pimp. and uh, p- and pimp. Yeah. And what's in the lead? Let me guess. Pimp. <laughs> no, actually. It's it's neck and neck. I mean, the poll is going to end in a couple hours, but uh, Mike, I'm sorry to break this to you. Pimp, Pimp has a solid lead now. I'm looking. Oh, does it now? <laughs> All right. Well, Pimp. I did rig the poll there. Yeah. I think Pimp has an insurmountable lead with two hours left. Uh, <laughs> I don't think you're going to be reading War and Peace. I think you're going to be reading <laughs> Iceberg Swim. Have you ever read that? No, I haven't. Now, one of the I mean, I had heard good things about it, but uh, what made me sort of go for it was that, did you know that Chris Rock, in a period of time where Chris Rock would give everybody he met a copy of that book? I did not know that. Yeah, it's it's like, it's like very, uh, it's, it's one of his key texts, I guess. So, yeah, I'm sort of interested in reading it. Yeah, he... Uh... I don't know. Good for him, Chris Rock. I don't know what it's about. I don't really want. I don't know what Pimp's about. I don't know if he's endorsing some horrifying. What What book would you give out, Tom? If you had one book to give out to everybody, to read for the, for this, or no, just to, if if you, as Chris Rock gives out a copy of Pimp, what book oh. would you give to everybody? Huh. Well, that's a that's a great question. I probably would give out copies of. Um, Harold and the Purple Crayon, probably. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just something simple. I don't want to over tax yeah. people. Um, yeah, no, I um, I don't know. I'm really, uh, I guess I'm going to read uh, Salem's Lot. I think I can read that pretty fast. That seems fun, right? Yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I'm not a Stephen King King guy, but I've heard good things about that one. Yeah, it's not like I'm going to... You don't want to read The Stand right now. No, I don't want to read The Stand. I don't want to read any... I don't know if I can read a long book right now. Um, I just read this book, uh, this Mike Nichols book, um, uh, an oral history of friends of Mike Nichols uh, discussing his life. Um, That was good. Um, I heard you mention that Barry... uh, Sonnenfeld is uh, the guy who directed. Director, yeah, well, I'm listening to his book, his audio book. Um, which is I just really saw a review for that book. It's good. Yeah, there's some tragedy in it though, too. I mean, I don't know if you know what's coming. In his book. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't yet. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, I won't mention it then. Okay. Um. So what's the plan for the for for the week, guys? Uh, you gonna everybody stay safe? Everybody stays in. I would love to. Yeah, I'm still. Oh, sorry, Mike. Go, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead. Go 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 ahead, Pat. Oh, I'm. I would love to. Uh, I mean, work has been like a distraction almost, 
I keep joking that, you know, I, I, I can't wait to get through this stress so I can go back to being scared because mm-hmm. that's how it's felt. But, it, you know, I, I'd love to get some projects going or, like, you know, recording done with, you know, put some bonus best show stuff up. I had some yeah. I had some writing ideas and, and I have a bunch of old of old stuff on hard drives that no one's ever seen that I've wanted to kind of go through and post. And, and I, I just really, I, it's so crazy to everybody has so much time right now, but I have not had any. And I, I'm, I'm hoping it slows down so I can, I can churn some stuff out and, uh, and, uh, put some, put some stuff together. Here's hoping. That'd be great. And I know it'll, it'll happen. You'll, you'll get a breather at some point, you know, um, I would, I would hope so. At least, at least enough to just take care of whatever like work responsibilities are for, for what you're accountable for, but also to be able to look out for your health and safety too. Yeah. Yeah, I'm hoping my coworkers uh, test negatively if they get tested and it's something else, but uh, thinking about them, hoping they're not getting what's going on. Yeah. Um, Jason, you seem pretty settled in. Um, yeah, I think we're we're in our way of things right now. I mean, we're both working, and um, I think, and then the evening we're just exhausted from that. Mm-hmm. And on the weekends, we're we're. What'd you say? I I said both of us. Oh yeah, Kristen's actually working at night too, so it's uh it's pretty nonstop. Mom, and then when we and can you, can you represent. Kristen's work more accurately. I'm insulted <laughs> on her behalf. She's insulted. I'm insulted. What what her work is? No, that you're working. She's working day and night, and you're right. only working day. That is true. She is working double of what I'm doing. Yeah. Easily. Show some respect. Show some respect. Yeah. So that's all we're asking. Yeah. She just she just said more than double from the background. More than double. Yeah. Yeah. See? And she's actually she's actually working right now. She's heating me up a plate of dinner. See, look, when does, so, does it ever stop? It doesn't stop for her. <laughs> for me, yeah. it does stop. Yeah. Now I just uh, I just don't want to end up at Javits where I once saw forty eight Deadpool's walking walking the walking the floor. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you this, if it comes down to the mask shortage, people are going to be wearing Deadpool masks. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Jason. Go ahead. Sorry, Pat. Oh, ne- never mind. Never mind. Go ahead. No, no, no. It's all yours. I, I actually, now I forgot what I was going to say. So what is what is something you'd recommend everybody could, uh, could uh, check out? Uh, you have something to help people pass the time? I mean, I'm doing Animal Crossing, and I'm loving it. Animal Crossing. <laughs> yeah, if you have a Switch, you know. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's helping a lot. Okay. Mike, movie, TV show, outside of Tiger King. Um, I watched a couple uh, on Criterion, Patton Oswalt, uh, He's, you know, they have those little profiles where they talk to people about their favorite movies. Sure, sure. What, uh, did, what did he recommend that you checked out? He, he, well, I've seen a couple of them, uh, but the two that I hadn't seen were Japanese movies. 
One is called uh, The Warped Ones. Okay. That came out like, like in 1960. And then the other one was sort of a crime drama called A Cult Is My Passport, I believe is the title. Okay. That was interesting. Yeah, they were, they were worthwhile. Yeah. They're so, short. But Criterion Channel on the whole, you'd recommend? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, that's, yeah, that's that's great. I mean, I'm, I'm really enjoying that. It's pretty amazing, yeah. I just what have you been watching? I just watched A Place in the Sun, which I had uh-huh. Um, which, have you seen that? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I had never seen it, and... Uh-huh. I, didn't know, I didn't know what to expect of it. I really enjoyed it. Uh-huh. Um, it was yeah. I, I, rec- I recommended the book. It's based on it's 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 based on the uh, the Dreiser novel, An American Tragedy, mm-hmm. which is a big book. It's a big book, Tom. It's like nine hundred pages. But I mean, it's it's great. You know, I, I mean, it's, like, don't worry. Message received. Big okay. book, nine hundred pages. <laughs> <laughs> Not there. I already feel I uh, couldn't couldn't crack the couldn't crack the code on gravity's rainbow. Oh, it's, it's nothing like that. That's seven fifty. Nothing like that, though. I know, I know, but so so yeah. But I would say we both say Criterion Channel is a great resource if you're if you're isolating and you want to just watch mo- quality movies. A place that is a home for for good things because it is important. One thing I think it is important is to try to make sure you get a good balance of, if you're going to be consuming stuff to just watch some good stuff also. And that way you just appreciate the, the human, the human spirit rather than Mm -hmm. Tiger King was enough to make me go, uh, to to go (laughs) lick, lick a telephone uh, pole (laughs) after seeing it. Just take my chances. Just accelerate things. Um, yeah, it um, it was, uh, but it's good to watch things that are like great art. I think it's important, and um, just try to strike a balance. I know you're sometimes stuff feels like homework when you're not feeling great or, or you're sad or down. But if you you mix things up a little bit, I think there's there's a benefit from that. Um, you don't have to be uh, a, a snob like Mike, where the, <laughs> you know, anything low, anything is for children or for uh-huh. for the 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 more the more just uh, simple-minded uh, folk <laughs> out there. Oh, speaking of that, I, I, I made the mistake. I, I've avoided it all these years. Moonstruck. Oh, I saw you, you know, talking about that. Yeah, I mean, you know. I, I, I kind of knew what it was, and it wasn't my thing, so I, I avoided it, you know? All these years, I, I, I knew the, what's the snap out of it? Snap out of it. I knew that. Yeah. Uh, and, and I was, you know, on the edge of my seat waiting for that scene, uh, and it was disappointing. But uh, did people like that movie? Yeah, people loved it. It was a huge Do you love it? Do I? I couldn't tell you yeah. about it. I, I remember watching it and thinking like, well, I guess I saw Moonstruck. Um, <laughs> I don't know even if I didn't like Moonstruck or did that. Uh-huh. I just remember acknowledging the, the, the watching of Moonstruck was kind you of... You saw it when it, around the time it came out? After when it came I did not see it in the theater. I saw it after it came uh-huh. out. 
saw it on uh, cable or whatever. I don't know. Um, uh, yeah, it's uh, yeah. Pat, anything? Pat or Jason? Me? I yeah, I've seen it. I always mixed uh-huh. it up with Beaches or uh, DC Cab uh-huh. when I was little. Yeah, well, that's a little bit of a stretch. To yeah. go from. <laughs> Moonstruck Beaches, DC Cab. Yeah. Uh-huh. Which, oh, Mr. T was only in one of them. <laughs> yeah, remember? Beaches. I think, was, I think it was Barbara Hershey and Mr. T yeah. were, were just childhood friends. Yeah. I, I not only Mr. T got sick. I not only have seen Moonstruck, but in college I had to direct a scene from Moonstruck for a class. Really? Wow. Yeah. What scene? Snap out of it. He did snap out of it, Pat. I'm, it, I'm gonna assume Pat did snap. I out can't of it. remember. Is snap out of it when they're having a fight? Um, the the the, the night movie is one long fight. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I, I think it's like, it was the scene right before the first scene that they sleep together or something. And yeah. they're like, like what you, have we you, done? You watch this movie and it's the 90% of it is Nicolas Cage and Cher yelling at each other. And then the other, mm-hmm. the other rest of the movie is you watch Danny Aiello eat like a, 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 a chicken parm sub. <laughs> uh, and the guy with the dogs, this is the grandfather with the dogs. Yeah, you get to watch Danny Danny Aiello and uh, eat a chicken parm and uh, <laughs> the dogs. I forgot about the dogs. Um, the guy I, from Frasier's in it. The old the the dad. Yeah, yeah. The guy that's like this, always mad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Boy, he was always mad at his son Frasier. That guy. <laughs> He just wanted a tough guy as a kid, and then he ended up with mm-hmm. two, two kind of a feet snobs, <laughs> the kind of guys that him and him and uh, him and uh, who complained about the the feet and impudence snobs was uh, who was it like? Great, the great Santini. No, no, no. Who was who was Nixon's <laughs> VP? Why am I blanking? Uh-huh. Spiro Agnew? Spiro Agnew, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah All right, yeah. I think he complained about effete and impudent snobs. Was <laughs> something. Does that a pointy-headed something, too. Is this pointy-headed professors or something? I think so. And then, because I got to look this up now. Let me see. Effete and snobs. <laughs> let, me, let me see. Yeah, if you type in a feet and then the letter A and then it immediately. <laughs> That's right. Oh, there was an album by the cows called A Feet and Impudent Snobs. <laughs> Let me just, let's see. Spiro Agnew. Oh, this is what Spiro Agnew complained about the, um, let's see. He, uh, some of the quotes, a couple of, a couple of things he was known for were, he said, a spirit, of nat- of, a spirit of national masochism prevails, encouraged by an effete core of impudent snobs who characterize themselves as intellectuals. Oh, uh, okay. And then he also coined the phrase in 1970, 
In the United States today, we have more than our share of the nattering nabobs and negativism. Oh, yeah, yeah. Where if you've ever seen that used, I don't know if he coined it, but he at least is, is known for that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Great man. I thought, <laughs> I, I thought there was something about pointed-headed professors, but I don't know where I'm getting that from. Um, I'm looking here. It's not. It didn't make his uh, top. Didn't make his top quotes. Head <laughs> professors. Um, ugh, so, for the best show, I did the interview with Mark Marin and Lynn Shelton. Did that in their driveway. Great interview. Thank you, Pat. Um, love the curse. Love the new freedom. Oh yeah, I know you did. I know you did. <laughs> I did an interview with Jake Fogelnest, which we can that can be this episode also. Um, I drove to talk to him, and Mike would be glad he curses once on it. So <laughs> I was I was wondering if maybe we we open the you know for, because of the pandemic, maybe we'd open you know the language a little bit just just for the during the pandemic. You know what? Okay, we can do that. <laughs> not for you, though. The, the, but the irony is not for you. Okay. You can't start that us. ball rolling. Start that uh-huh. ball rolling with you, and you'll never get you back. Yeah. Uh-huh. Never get you back. Um, yeah. The. Uh, so yeah, so we can do the show. I think is going to be a little bit of a a little bit of a. a a little bit of a, a grab bag. Is that fair to say? Mixed bag, grab bag, whatever. Yeah. Like, I'm going to do interviews here with, with people I know from a safe distance. Um, I will also, um, the, the four of us will talk in whatever, uh, whatever, uh, whatever permutation we can put together. We will continue to do this. We'll get some calls with John going to and uh, figure that out. And and then maybe the next step would be figuring out some way to do some some low-volume version of taking calls, which uh, who knows? We'll try, but yeah. we're doing what we can. Uh, I think I figured it out with this, so we're going we're gonna to okay. test that and play around cool. with it. We'll, we'll try that. We'll try that very soon. Um I also started a show with Julie Klausner, which I know the three of you guys are not into, uh, but I'm sorry. I'm still <laughs> not a fan. <laughs> we we would have posted it on the, on the, on the account. We, you know, I didn't know you guys were launching it. Yet. I know it was, it was, huh. it was pretty last minute to just, oh, okay. we, yeah. we were working, we've been working on it for a while. Yeah. This thing. And, um, First of all, it will not impact any output here on Best Show. If anything, we're doing more now, um, and we'll continue to do more. We have an idea for some other stuff that we're going to do to have fun with during this. That'll be for Patreon only. I'll do another Q&A this week. It would be great. Um, that can go up. Uh, we'll, the, the content's not going to stop. Just doing more. That's called Double Threat. It's on Forever Dog. You can check that out. Uh, I think at double threat pod is where you can read about it. And we've recorded a bunch of stuff where it's really funny. And, um, but, uh, best show top of the pyramid for me is always best show and will always be best show. So 
we're going to keep everybody larfing everywhere we can and keep making stuff. And, um, why don't we, why don't we, uh, wrap this up and then we'll just do this again. We'll do this again and we'll build another episode and keep it, keep, uh, keep doing what we do. Sounds great. And if you guys have any ideas you want to do, uh, uh, Jason, Mike, or Pat, you just, uh, mm-hmm. we'll do them. We yeah. Have time sounds to good. Do it. Yeah. All right. And please, the three of you, if everybody in the audience be safe, everybody take care of your families. Yeah. Uh, this thing seems like it's just very, very strong and don't, don't, don't take that you're feeling a little restless or a little good or whatever to just be some sort of green light to, to start testing the start kind of like dipping your toe in the water. It's like, just play it a little safer than you might, might be your default setting. I don't like it either. Um, obviously, but this is where we're at. So we'll all figure this out together and keep going. And, um, let's come out the other side of it. And then when we come out, we'll have a big party. All of us together have a big, um, that's like what Trump said. (laughs) (laughs) Something about, I get, Uh I need to find that quote. Trump, let me find Trump coronavirus party. Party. (laughs) One of the dumbest quotes I've ever seen. Yesterday he said, I, I, I put it out there. The whole concept of death is terrible. Mm-hmm. Like he's, he's, it's like he's just wrapping his head around that. I, the concept of death. It's a, it's a new idea to him. Like the first time he's ever thought of it. <laughs> I guess, so. you know, I mean, he lost a brother. He lost a, you know, his, his parents, I guess. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I guess it didn't make much of a, a dent in his consciousness. Look, I still like him. Um, <laughs> and now he flips up yeah. here and there. Yeah. But. You got to give him a chance. What? I just don't know why you guys still give him a chance. <laughs> well, we got to give him a second chance in November, right? Yes. Just give him. Exactly. <laughs> he always said it was a five year plan. <laughs> always, it is always the funniest thing that politicians think everybody's stupid when they suggest, like. <laughs> a plan for it to truly work has to go slightly past their first term. Uh, yeah. Yeah. This is a, this is a four year and one month plan. <laughs> um, I'm trying to find this quote. It was the dumbest thing I ever saw in my life where he was just, <laughs> can you look Jason or Pat? Sure. He, he just said a thing about when we get past this, we'll have a big party. <laughs> I miss that one. It was so like <laughs> juvenile, like the way he said it. Was so yeah, it was. It was like it, it really was like the way like a fourth grader would talk about talk about something. Talk about like, oh, well, his his jealousy towards uh, Andrew Cuomo. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he like like he found a way. There was I don't know if you saw that little go- the Garden uh, conference this afternoon. It was on Fox. I heard about it. Uh, but he, he couldn't he couldn't re- restrain himself to try and get a little dig at Cuomo. Mm-hmm. You know he must be seeing all, all the praise that Cuomo's getting. 
and it's driving him nuts, you know? And, uh, and yeah, so he gets a little dig in today about, you know, oh, Cuomo should get blamed for, you know, the, the big numbers in New York. You know, it's like, what? You know, this guy's an idiot, you know? The only yeah. thing I can find about a Trump party is that uh, 65 people attended a disco-themed birthday party uh, for Donald Trump on March 8th. Yeah, that's and it. That's nobody it. looked sick, but now 17 people are ill. Oh, oh really? At, oh. I was at that. That was a pretty <laughs> sweet party. <laughs> My, Any disco-themed party, you're there, typically. When you go, I mean, the thing they're leaving out is that we had it was a roller party also. <laughs> Which Mike makes sense for disco. Mike Pence was on roller skates. <laughs> it's pretty amazing. No, I um I can't find this quote. It was so dumb. It's haunting me now. The this guy's other party stupidity has now bumped the one I'm looking for from the search <laughs> engines. So he's talked about having parties, like lumping him in with parties and the coronavirus. <laughs> Unfortunately, there's a fair amount of, of uh, a fair amount of links. Um, so what we'll do is this show is going to be a uh, this one is uh, it'll be us talking, and then we can throw it over to uh, to my conversation with Jake Fogelnest, and then um, we'll do I'll, we'll just do a show at least once a week. Shows will go up, yeah. and we'll just keep them coming. And you guys sit tight and. Keep taking care of yourselves, and we'll we'll do what we can do. So, and Mike, you gotta yeah. you gotta start working uh, Doc Antle pretty hard now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, that's the first thing I'm going to do. Start hitting it, yeah. hitting Twitter up. Yeah, you're Doc Antle. <laughs> I'm sure they all use bizarre handles on Twitter, though. That's that you know. I'm sure they're not under their real name. Mike, how much, how much would I have to pay you? First of all, could you, I didn't want to ask, how much would I have to pay you to eat three slices of pizza from Joe Exotic's Pizzeria? (laughs) Yeah, no. Uh, Well, well, maybe a thousand. But you look at the other guy, he gleefully was sharing his pizza with a monkey. Yeah, and, and, and and, and then there was the one scene where uh, they were definitely checking us. Uh, actually, the, 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 uh, one little factoid I did learn, I guess this is why people do dumpster dump, is that if you take meat out of the, the case in a supermarket and bring it to the register, and then at the last second uh, decide you're not going to buy it, they can't sell that meat. Oh, my that, gosh. That is the first and, time uh, I ever heard that was on that show. <laughs> Yeah. So and then you I just mean, wait you know, by the dumpster for it to be tossed out. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. What so, I mean, it's, on you know. That? Well, I mean, you might have to. I don't know if they put it back in refrigeration. Yeah. Before they dump it, they probably don't. But you know, it's it's it hasn't been sitting around for ages. You know. Mm-hmm. And yeah, the, the the old Kurt Cobain was. Uh, Separating out some uh, some nice cuts of uh, steak, I think. Yeah, they were loading up for themselves. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they were food for the tigers. Right. 
Now, oh man, I'll say this: anybody listening, help help Tom out. Throw him, throw him some. Uh, you got some Neil Young bootlegs? Throw throw him his way. <laughs> Tom wants. Did to you listen to? I just listened to the one. Uh, I guess is it Tuscaloosa or whatever? Yeah, you got that. You got that one. Yeah, it's good. That's a stray gator. Uh, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really good. Yeah, it's Mike. I'm saying it. Neil Young's better than Bob Dylan. Yep. All right. I don't have a problem with that. Just, yeah, I'm we... just putting it out there. I know Bob Dylan. Look, I I revere Bob Dylan, but I gotta say, I think. The deeper I go, and the deeper I go in this Neil uh, dive here. Um, but you, so you got to take the good with the bad, though. Yeah, I mean, Dude. yeah, you're saying you're saying Neil's crazy output is superior to Bob's crazy output. I'm gonna say Neil's Neil's inspired output. When Neil Neil when Neil loses it, it's a long time before Neil loses it compared to when. Dylan lost it, and Neil gets it back. And yeah, Dylan That's exactly never what I was getting ready to say. Dylan never. What, what's his? What's his? Why those loving those uh, loving theft? Those records never did it for me. I know they work for a lot uh, of people. Oh yeah, Neil, Neil like will do like a fork in the road and then follow it up with like psychedelic pill. Yeah, psychedelic pills, amazing. That was the last. I would say that's the last record I really liked by him. Have I missed something yeah, better Colorado than that? That was great. Oh, that's new the, one. Yeah. 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 It's, yeah. it's, it's exactly. It's look, it maybe isn't the high watermark for no. crazy horse, but it's still, there's still a spirit there that you can hang with and, uh, and you get what he's going for with it. And uh, uh-huh. yeah, I don't know. I just, I just feel like deeper I go on this deep dive. I don't know. I'm, uh, I think I think he's the I think he's the on the Mount Rushmore. Yeah, I got some boots. I'll send your way. Well, send them my way. I got buddy. a ton of boots. I know what you're waiting for. Yep. You should have jumped off. Have you looked? Have you have you looked looked on uh, nugs.net? Nugs.net. Yeah. I mean, I've been getting like Springsteen bootlegs are like legitimate there now. Yeah, that's the um, one. I bought. I've bought. I've bought stuff through that site. Um, yeah. Nugs. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. I haven't looked for Neil Young on there, but I don't know if they, they even have his stuff. I don't think there's like any Neil on there. Yeah. He's 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 very uh, controlling of it. Oh yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. I was just so. making sure this wasn't the website for Nugget Magazine that I wasn't going to end up with all sorts of uh, all sorts of spam, Mike. Oh no! Yeah, no, it's it's legit. <laughs> well, I'm looking at Nugs on and all I see are I see uh, uh, I see the clown from uh, I see uh, uh, what you call it? I see Flea jumping around. I see uh, <laughs> the video they're showing. I just see Pearl Jam man. What's his name? Eddie Vedder. Eddie Vedder. I see uh, <laughs> with his uh-huh. I just saw him. I saw. I think I just saw. Uh, the clown from Fish. Um, the clown is that, is that the drummer or Trey? Why are they are there clown or multiple? The drummer does the drummer do actual <laughs> clowning? Uh, well, the drummer's probably more of a clown. I would say he's the one that plays the uh, the vacuum cleaner. Does he have a trampoline too? Well, they all have trampolines. Oh, do they? Oh, okay. What that is? 
What a great moment that is when, when the four guys in fish jump on a trampoline. Uh, or you could go write a song. Um, well, look, I, again, everybody be safe. Everybody take care and we'll, we'll keep doing this. And, uh, Coming up next is my conversation with Jake Fogelnest, and I will say goodbye, and you guys can say goodbye. 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 See you next time. Well, look, where am I now? I'm in Los Angeles, and I just pulled up, and I threw the cord out the window for my friend Jake Fogelnest. Brought my own mic. He brought his own mic. We are being hygienic as can be, and we are distancing and doing all of the proper things to do. Say something. How's the Zoom? You got the Zoom working? Oh, Zoom's going, yeah. There we go. We're off to the races. All right. Well, At the H6. I got um, Messing around. Um, you were just saying you've been, you're this this lifestyle, this quarantine lifestyle is about a half inch away from where you're at it does, anyway. It has not drastically changed my uh-huh. lifestyle at all. Uh-huh. Um, you go out I, a little bit more now? I mean, what... Like I'll go to the like the gas station there, sure. You know, because every once in a yeah. while I, I want a Coca Cola, yeah. And yeah. then I get the hand size hand hand sanitizer out, sure, which yeah. is always in my pocket. Yeah. And then I'm I'm holed up working on a, a secret project that you know has taken my life up for about two years that mm-hmm. may or may not come to fruition. And um, and if it does, uh, then it'll be released to the world only to be judged. Uh, <laughs> yeah, by, it'll be like, you'll finish it, it'll be like, my project is done. You run out and it's like, it's just like a, a wasteland of... Rotten fire. tomatoes, 20%. Yeah. Okay, great. And just like, boo <laughs> right. like, bring on... COVID, where's COVID-20? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where we at? Um, yeah, no, it's a, it's strange to be, um, like, the, the freelance life or the writer life or whatever you want to call it. It's so isolating anyway. Yeah, yeah. It's, and you're... You, you can be in, a uh, like, a writer's room, uh-huh. but, uh, or whatever, a Zoom now. Yeah. Uh, which, by the way, the people at Skype have to be furious. Like, I, I don't, I, yeah. I, I just used this thing for the first time. And like, Zoom. you know, Skype yeah. is this thing. Which, it, it never worked. No. It's never worked in the history of, uh, you know, the 20 years it's been around. Yeah. Zoom comes in like three weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. And all of a yeah. sudden is like, it's, oh, perfect. Yeah, people uh, are like, now like that's how you do yeah. <laughs> it's like, a oh, group it is the conferencing Jetsons. software. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> But no, it's, it's at the, you can be in a room, but at the end of the day, it's you and your computer and like, you know, either the triumph of like, yes, I'm a genius or I'm the worst person who does this in the world and you're battling it out with yourself. Yeah. It's just a, it's a, it's a, the battle within yourself is so much a part of being, doing writing and stuff. And then you're just like. Because the one thing is, and look, I'm not crying about my lot in life. This is the oh, most fortunate thing you for both privileged. of us. Yeah, of course. Both, yeah, no. I get it. You get it. But it's like there is this thing where you are being judged. So every minute is a judgment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because if a bad idea, bad idea 
if you're working like at like an office and look, I've worked my whole family. I'm the only one that broke out of the the life of retail and self-employment. So I'm not acting from on high with all this. You people know that at this point. I think I think it would even apply to a retail job. Like you have a bad customer no, exchange. You're right. Yeah, yeah. And the, you've said it. You've put it best. You said it's a, it's like sometimes you're re-auditioning for your job yeah. every day. You're reapplying for your job every day. You've got that, you know, whatever it is, whatever the forces are, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but right now... It's a situation where people can't even have those jobs. It's just, it's a it's a it's a morbid time. But podcasting, an essential service. Essential service declared by not by me, not by you, by the governor. But yeah, but I think by the governor, <laughs> but some some sort of large government authority. Mm-hmm. But here's my question to you. Yeah, like. We're going to see a lot of podcasts rise. How many of these, even though the government says it's okay, yeah. does it make it a sanctioned Tom Sharpling podcast? If the governor, no, it's still it's a two-tiered, uh, it's a two-tiered. A two-tiered authorization <laughs> system. It's, it's kind of like when you need to send something through Dropbox and then mm-hmm. the, you get, you have to get like a second text that has a six digit <laughs> yeah, number and you're just like there's two factor authentication i just wanted to send someone an album <laughs> like this is not an album that i paid for like i'm just i mean maybe I'm, I'm probably even sending it to myself like to a different computer of mine so i could just drag it out of the dropbox yeah, by all means, let me get this two-tiered authentication system going. But, signed no, but off it, on. if you actually had to, if you actually had to take that on, yeah, you'd be, uh, it'd be that would be your full-time job. You'd be have to listen to yeah. three hundred podcasts a day, and that's just from people in our social circle. Yeah, and I'd have to just be like, I am so sorry. Uh, it'd be tough, Eugene call, Merman. Like, yeah, I am yeah. denying you. <laughs> I'm I'm vetoing the authorization here. Like for, Kumail, for the state Emily, of California. I know this is for charity, even. Yeah. And but it's you know it's just, yeah. it's a tough position you've put yourself in. <laughs> yeah, I look I I look at it as um. They uh. Everybody's got something to say, and they're not sure where to put it now. All these people would go up and do their stand up every week, and suddenly they're like, um. Yeah, I guess I can't do stand. It'll sound like I'm bombing if I'm trying to do my act online. It'll yeah. just be like, um, like I, I was just thinking about that because I I was like, there's a guy here in Los Angeles, and he's uh, he does dearly departed tours, uh-huh. which is you know, so he is the um, the ghoul <laughs> who will drive you around and be like, here's uh-huh. where the here's the exact drive that the Manson family yeah. took. It's now, the yellow drive. It's this is <laughs> yeah. where. And 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 other things like yeah. you know this is you know uh, bungalow three of the exactly, Chateau Marmont. Yeah. People no. think he died in bungalow two. He <laughs> died in bungalow actually three. Bungalow three. And, <laughs> they uh, won't let us in. They won't let us in, but we can <laughs> we can drive <laughs> yes. by the Gill Turners. Yeah, I am I am scum. <laughs> no, they but, will have me arrested if I set foot <laughs> in this driveway. But he's an, trust here's me, the thing, he though, died. John Belushi died in this hotel over here. He's a ghoul, but he's an affable guy. Like you know, you, mm-hmm. he's like a he's a he's a really nice guy. This guy Scott Michaels, but I'm like mm-hmm. I, I'm watching him 
online because he can't go around like who's getting in the va- who's getting no. in that van right now right now exactly you know where you're just kind of like i'm gonna say there's probably if i'm i'm not i'm not profiling anyone but i'm <laughs> just gonna say, say there's a good chance that someone interested in the, the dearly departed at sunday at yeah, 9 a.m might might have <laughs> coronavirus I'm saying it's kind of a safe, that's the odds are tipping in the favor that this guy's audience has coronavirus. Yeah. So he's now like a lot and, and our people that are tour managers or whatever, like I'm, I'm starting to notice some people trying to start up a YouTube presence uh-huh. and I'm like, oh no, it's t- too late. They're like hurrying for so to be just like, I don't need computers i don't need something to turn around just like i need computer okay i need <laughs> yeah. computers how do i get my stuff hey remember we talked about that uh time you said four years ago i should get online and then i made fun of you it's like i think now's probably a good yeah, how time do for I do, me how do i like, do that yeah. yeah yeah sorry yeah sorry man i don't do that anymore the version of it that I did is gone. <laughs> now, I was going to build you a website. No one does that anymore. Yeah. Like, just, what if I get death tour, LA death tour.com and I yeah, can do a thing? It's like, now you, I think your best bet at this point is TikTok and, and find what? a way to monetize that. TikTok? No, I want to do a website. Yeah, they, they, Not don't, a, they don't have those anymore, yeah. man. <laughs> yeah, 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 no one yeah. goes to no your one, specific they, websites. You, you go to, uh, you you open up, I think it's one of three things, you, your, your Twitter, your Instagram, your mm-hmm. Facebook, and mm-hmm. then you, you you just stay on that until yeah. you decide to switch to the other one that, um, uh, well, Facebook, I just, mm-hmm. I just shut it down. Like, I have yeah. it, like hooked up to certain things sure. that I okay. don't know how to unhook it uh-huh. to. Yeah. Uh-huh. Cause I was like, Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I just, everything that I could possibly shut down from that. You've, you've I shut, have down. shut down. Yeah. But otherwise I won't have Spotify. No, no. Spotify. Spotify is also very infuriating. Oh yeah. I got it. Look, I got a free Alexa from work and I hate, this stuff so much like i hate the idea of a monitoring basically a, oh, a, a governor a, a go, like a like a, a corporate monitoring system is what it feels like and it's like there's also no way that thing's not on all the time like no. there's literally no way it's not on all the time here's the thing that happened to me. one showed up to my house mm-hmm. i didn't order it yeah i don't know who it was a gift from you know yeah. it was just a, and i i i plugged it in mm-hmm and then it started talking on its own. Yeah. I had the thing a day and yeah. I unplugged it mm-hmm. and uh, I, I, I don't now my father who's you know kind of disabled now mm-hmm. he uh, is good for him. Yeah. And they can spy on him. What's he doing? Nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, but but he relies on it but he has um he thinks that it like it, it, it does it it'll respond to anger. Okay. Cuz he'll be like uh uh, Alexa, stop, and then it won't because mm-hmm. it's an imperfect system. Sure. And it's, Alexa, stop! <laughs> and, and it doesn't stop because uh-huh. now it's responding to a shouting man. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I finally explained, I've explained to him, like, it's a, it, it, if you yell at it, it's, it, it's, it doesn't have, it's not registering it's just, your emotions yeah, it's, that we know of. Yeah. 
Yeah. Probably just isn't understanding yeah, him. It's, it's it, not like Alex is like, this guy's got to cool out for a while. <laughs> <laughs> like, He's just trying to listen to Louis Prima yeah. or whatever. Alex is not going like, yeah, I will play the best of Louis Prima. I will in shuffle. But you got to take it down a couple notches first. <laughs> I wish. Let I me wish hear your tone. Let me hear. Let me hear you ask yeah. in a more measured way. Yeah. L- 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 let's use your inside yeah. voice. <laughs> yeah, it's. But it's so. Um, so I think I was just like, this thing's the worst. And then I saw it hooked up, and then it was just like some somebody's just like, yeah, can you play? Yeah, Ty Siegel, and it played it. And I was just like, eh, that's kind of convenient. Yeah, it's thing. neat. Yeah. So, but it's garbage, too. Oh, it's... But that's how they get you with the technology. Absolutely. That's how they get you. It's like... It started with... At, like, a grocery store when you'd be just like, you hey, get your little shopper reward card, and then you oh, get man. coupons. Yeah. And then people are like, well, here's my address yeah. and my phone number. Yeah. And, and then it just became... Now people are is just it, like... Is it worth it for the... Seven dollars you've you you've yeah. saved on grapefruit Perrier All in the year, last yeah. three years. But now it's now it's just like a race to give your information to people. Are just like ten percent off. Yeah, okay. Here's everything. Yeah, yeah. No, oh, I'll allow it. No, and I, then I, that's how you end up with that. You can't even quit Facebook properly. No, I probably could. It's just the thing is, it would take like three hours mm-hmm. and. I had. A, well, who I, has that kind of time now? <laughs> you know what? This is the perfect time. But I had a complete like. I'd talk to you about this, like a complete reevaluation mm-hmm. of how I am going to interact with with social media. Yeah. And it like before I, like what I did, and this was pre James Gunn. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, having his his thing where they dug up old tweets. It happens, yeah. you know, to every. Yeah, yeah. Know, I don't know what's going on over at SNL there, but like, have some kind of vetting process. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but but uh, well, no, I think their process seems pretty airtight. It's been pretty effective. <laughs> it seems like seems like they only have like a, one out of every three cast members has like a has like a fire that needs to be put out as soon as they get hired. No, no, I. I I'll, I have no fear in saying, and, and I'm sure he'll hear it. Michael Che has a mental disorder. Uh, you know, you you have. Well, first, let me just say, I didn't say. You know, my, no, no, mis- I said Mr. It, I said Mr. It. Mr. I said Mr. Tom, che, because I know you want you, you're definitely waiting for that SNL gig. Oh, that's that's. I just keep want. faxing in the <laughs> jokes. jokes. I keep faxing in update jokes, and one of these days, man, I know. <laughs> now they're just like, they, you picture that. That fax machine and I said I'll probably went directly into a garbage into like a shredder. Yeah, Yeah. it just (laughs) shredded. Yeah, but but this Michael J. I know. Like I had to get the story uh, from someone. I was like, okay, so so Eddie Murphy hasn't hosted the show in thirty five years. Yeah. Okay, this is a big deal. You're you're the head writer. You're the anchor of Weekend Update. it was a it was a pretty good show because you know why it was Eddie Murphy doing all his you know yeah. classic Eddie Murphy you know as as far as SNL goes and then they're off for Christmas break it's New Year's Eve mm-hmm. I don't know about you yeah. but it doesn't sound like a fun time to me on New Year's Eve yeah. to create a 
weird Twitter account to bully a guy <laughs> and, and other and a million yeah. other people for saying on Twitter SNL sucks. Yeah, like that's a, that's your New Year's Eve. That's that might be the most depressing thing I've ever it's, heard. That's what I thought. It's like I, I felt. I was like, I don't know who to feel. But I just feel bad for everybody. So I just changed. I yeah. just said I got three questions before I I I even send out a, a tweet. First is, do I need to weigh in? And nine times out of ten, the answer is no. No, absolutely not. Yeah, you know what? What do? What is so important that I have to contribute? Of is that that is that? Like, do we need two hundred alts on? Uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know the whatever uh covid 19 yeah right yeah, now no. yeah the you know? the um i would say the things to ask if you're if you're struggling with your online your, yeah. your your social media involvement you can ask yourself two questions ask yourself what jake said which is just like do i need to add to this and then also ask yourself what's the upside what's the downside mm-hmm. yeah <clears throat> and if the upside sometimes is just like, boo, I might land a f- little I got, funny. I got, I, got, uh, uh, I got hearts. I, I got attention. Yeah. And then the downside could just be like, I got fired <laughs> from my job. <laughs> or just like, this person said they're going to kill me now. Yeah, yeah. And I think yeah. they mean it. No, no. <laughs> oh, weird. Uh, like, uh, 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 no, I, I actually... You know, have experience now for the, and, and it was a factor of living in, in New York and 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 growing up in that little bubble that I was in. But it's just mm-hmm. like, oh wow, uh, I'm a Jew, uh-huh. and people know it. And uh-huh. I was like walking at the mall with my girlfriend, and like she clocked it. She said she clocked these people like they just went, fucking Jews. And I was like, wow. Wait, what mall is this? Glendale, the Glendale Americana. Really? Yeah, at the Americana. Just, just it was just. I mean, admitted, we do look rather Jewish. Okay. I mean, it, uh-huh. we, it, but it, but you know, so so you're just opening yourself. This up. is not. This is not Wyoming. No, it's not Wyoming. This was in Glendale. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like you know, it's it, uh, home of uh, many people that that we know. A nice, uh, yeah. nice neighborhood. Yeah. But um, but no, it's like it was like wow, true, like anti-Semitism, and and there's been like uh, like swastikas and stuff painted, but it's not as bad as the person who in Los Feliz, and I and I hope they listen to your show, who's mm-hmm. writing just random song lyrics on like uh, mailboxes and sure and 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 like through Los Feliz, like, yeah, like- just it's just. There's some really bad street art. Or it'll that, just be like, life on Mars. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. With like little musical notes yeah. and flowers. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, just a, offensive street art. Like, and. So I, you're saying, just to clarify. Yeah. Of course you're offended by the, the swastikas. Yes. But. I'm more offended by the street, by the street art <laughs> of bad song lyrics. I actually am. Like. The swastikas, that's like a nine on a, on a yeah, scale. Yeah, like I'm mad. Yeah, that like makes you're me like, mad. All, like I'm Jewish. Top I'm of, mad. Yeah, like yeah. 
but, but still it's edged ed- edging it out slightly it really bothered me to see like and you can tell everyone this is your song <laughs> and like a heart <laughs> like that actually made uh-huh. me angrier yeah than a swastika yeah yeah no like, that is one thing in los angeles it is uh it is a city of many things one of which is bad murals <laughs> New York City uh, is a city, I think, of uh, of of good murals. I think so. Yeah, I I, I have like murals going back to the eighties. Probably sure. some that aren't there anymore, mm-hmm. but that that pop into memory, like back in Soho, like you know, I am the best artist, Renee, and you know, mm-hmm. th- th- just these classic things, or uh, you know, like a. Because, like, you'd have, like, in New York, you'd have, like, Keith Haring would do a thing, or, like, yeah. Basquiat would paint a doorway. Yeah. And here you have somebody just like, I'm going to do the, the cast of MASH. Yeah, the cast of MASH and... and also, from memory. Yeah, from memory. <laughs> or, um, or like, Imagine Dragons' yeah. new album out uh-huh. April 27th yeah. on the, you know. Is there nothing sadder than the out-of-date billboard the out of date that's fading yeah that's just like yeah yeah well that concert was in october yeah it's like who at the billboard company cannot move that space can't sell that spot yeah it's like (laughs) a lot of bastille art i still see is that a band bastille (laughs) like i think think well they had a very i hope their show in october was very successful (laughs) unless unless they have one coming this october I'm pretty sure it was from six months ago. Yeah, Bastille played the Greek. That's not true. They couldn't. Could they fill the Greek? I don't know. I don't know. Well, they had an ad for it. I love the billboards, the re- the ones like, because there's a million things here of just like people, and you can kind of start to, if you look at it closely, you're just like, oh, this guy paid for this out of his own pocket uh-huh. versus yeah. like, oh, that's a legit thing. Like... There's one. For, there's always these ones that kill me. Is the attitude of just like, um, if you're tired of music where it's da- more dancing than music, and you're tired of turntables, like it's like come see some real musicians play some real music, and it's just like, that's the last thing on earth I want to see. Is like, like some, and it's some guy's band, our band. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's exactly. It's like, it's like, I don't know these. DJs were kind of a, a reaction to you guys yeah, yeah, with yeah. your you, bad music. Yeah, you just created a billboard. You spent money on a billboard for the problem. <laughs> yeah. yeah, come, let's get let's bring the problem back to life. Like, and I get and I get it. He's got to compete with like the the big billboard that says Paulie D DJing in Vegas. Yeah, in Vegas, which actually just. doesn't offend me. And I'm like, all right, fine. It's a Jersey Shore guy. He DJs now. Yeah, that that's available to me if I want. Yeah, I, well, I guess not right now. No, no, he's gonna have to virtually DJ. At what point do the do the dummies push back and just start doing like mass gatherings and things like we Three don't weeks. we don't care. Three weeks. It, I think yeah. actually not even. It's happening now. Mm-hmm. The dummies right now are like. You know. and, and I understand the thing. I'm pushing the line in in my own way by getting in my car and keeping a distance. I'm doing this for 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 individual reasons as well as collective reasons. I like 
it's nice to see people and not yeah. be holed up. But I'm also not. I'm I'm not in a field right now, sweaty, no, you're, you're sweaty, not going, and you're not going to Burning Man. Like no. that's like have they made that announcement? Like Burning Man oh. still happening. There's no way Burning Man's canceled. It's, yeah, like there's Literally. no way. There's like nope, we're going to do it anyway. This I, thing like, could get worse and worse. Be just like guys, this is worse than we ever thought it could be. Burning Man, they'd just be like they're going to no. have the ultimate Burning Man. Burning Man's going to be a little be bigger. The best Burning Man ever because they're all just be the final into one. The, the, yeah, it's yeah, just the final. The what final if, Burning Man. If it just said Burning Man, and it was just guaranteed that this is the final one, <laughs> I'd be kind of like. I think I might want to go to Burning Man this year. <laughs> I, I certainly would tune into the <laughs> to online the stream. Yeah. Someone please mount cameras everywhere for that. And if it was just like this is the final Burning Man. Yeah. We have cameras everywhere. It's a hundred dollars a day to watch the feed. I'd be just like Yeah. I'll, yeah, all right. Maybe not every day, but I'll I, I'll, I I'll, yeah, I would definitely lay down a credit card for that. How could you not want to watch the insanity of the final this is the burning man day this one's burning men we got those burning men are all on the edge of the like we don't just have one this year we have 10 and they're yeah. all gonna fall on like dominoes, <laughs> and we're in the middle of all of them <laughs> like somebody's like hey we sure we want all these burning men when because the, when they fall I think they're going to fall on people. It's like, yeah, no, that's that's that's, that's the final that's the one. Plan. Yeah. That's the plan. What do you mean? Fun. I like how no matter what the thing is, when you're making fun of like a low rent person, they have this voice. They do have like, this voice. Yeah. yeah. Like, like, I don't know, man. I'll tell you what. Like, like that's the like just the sleaze bag voice. Yeah. Whether it's the the dearly departed tour or Burning Man. Yeah, yeah. Which are two totally different things. Guy, and again, the, I will say the the dearly departed tours guy is a, mm-hmm. he's actually a really smart guy. Yeah. He's he. You know what he is? He's the guy who goes. I actually really like him. He, but he's the guy who goes to the autograph shows. Yeah, you know, like he's yeah. the, he's that guy, um, and he's like, oh, here's you know my uh, Mickey Dolan's autograph, mm-hmm. and here's my fifteenth Mickey Dolan's yeah. autograph. He's that guy. So, so he's just, selling all these autographs. That he's the guy who would just be like, and sign again, please. And please, this one, and sign this one. Yeah, and this one, please. And yeah. then this one, and please. Finally, where they're just like, I'm not signing anymore, man. Just get it. Come but, but, on. But this is a, a limited edition uh, 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 head 45. So yeah, I sign, that. And sign this one. It's like, and meanwhile, it's like, limited edition. You have 60 of them here. <laughs> Can't be that limited. You want me to sign all of them? And I was just wondering if you have any, like, uh, any book plates that might have uh, Davy Jones's signature or <laughs> Peter Tork's signature? If I could have those, you could maybe negotiate a like. Those the are, motorcycle's got to be helpful for motorcycles. Great, it yeah. gives a little bit of flavor to the thing. And people here love their motorcycles so much, and they love revving them down side streets. It is. I cannot think of anything that is less suited to me than a yeah. motorcycle yeah. like what if i called you and i said tom i bought a motorcycle yeah like i would know that clearly the coronavirus had ravaged most of the thing and this was your only way out would right. be just like yeah but just it's just it's never appealed to me it just it seems uh it seems dangerous ever every person i know that has a motorcycle mm-hmm. has 
crashed on it and severely hurting themselves yeah. and yeah. then gotten back on the motorcycle. Yeah. Nobody's ever said, that's it for me with yeah. the motorcycle. And I've seen people like really messed up. Yeah. But they, uh, you know, not that I, I, I'm just never joining a biker gang and I've made peace with that. No, you, you kind of know where you stand with yeah. certain things like that. Motorcycle, no. I don't, and, sky, and also Vespa. Dive? Would no. you skydive? Huh? Would you skydive? No, never. In a, why? <clears throat> what for? I don't need to. I don't. I think I would skydive. Yeah, I get that though. I think you're. But that's um, but that would be because you do it, and then you're just like, well, odds are I never do that again for the rest of my life. Yeah. A motorcycle is just like, I guess I have to ride this thing tomorrow also because I bought it. Yeah, yeah no, this like, is tra- this is my transportation. <laughs> skydiving, I understand. You do it once, and then mm-hmm. you have experience that yeah and you and you can tell people you've done it i don't think that there's i, I don't think i don't see you becoming a uh a skydiving junkie yeah where suddenly it's just like well you know if you do it at the like i just know every yeah every like every every little mini plane that just dumps you out over the a field i think i would like i've seen the thing where they take you up in an airplane mm-hmm. and it spins around and it like it, you're oh. definitely going to puke, but no, like, that's where it, it, it simulates being uh, in space. Oh yeah, so you get like the zero zero gravity. Yeah, Th- that I've seen online. I'm like, well, that looks kind of cool. The problem is, is that the, I got it. You got to do it with the other people. Yeah, who are into it, and you got to mm-hmm. like train. And I, I know I will vomit. Yeah, no, like, of course, instantly. That's... You just have to hope that you're one of the last people to vomit. Yeah, I just to me like there's certain Apple TV screensavers mm-hmm. that I'm not comfortable with. Like I'm actually very <laughs> frightened. It's just like my girl, oh the jellyfish one's on. Let's change it. Yeah, you know. Well, like, no, no, and they're just like no. These are the relaxing. These are not horrifying programs. These are the things meant to relax you. I I watched Cats the other night. Very, mm-hmm. uh, I guess, I don't know if I'm late or early to it. It just came out, but mm-hmm. I watched Cats, and I, I I, think they made a critical, I mean, they made a lot of errors, obviously, yeah. but in terms of the way that film should have been released is it should have been released as an Apple TV screensaver. <laughs> uh-huh. That would be the ideal way to, it, it was... Um, so you would see, like, underwater thing and then it would kind of fade into yeah the, just the movie cats yeah, the the rum tum tugger that. for a little bit uh-huh oh so you just want like portions of the movie cats yeah just a scene peppered through so, yeah just, it, just it's, it's like you're okay we're in i think that's either downtown los angeles or mm-hmm. china i'm not sure yeah. i have to i i can't tell it's computer generated but maybe it's a photo i don't know but then it fades and then there's jennifer hudson and she sings <laughs> Like that would have been maybe that is how they can recoup some of the money lost on cats. Yeah, those pan, those like ominous pan shots over cities where you're just like, yeah, it's this is a Christopher Nolan movie. What I gotta? I don't understand why like people are right now watching the movie Contagion. People like, are into it. Just, I noticed like, oh, this is like, I, it, like to me is it is it is there comfort because it like. They're 
I don't want to spoil it for anybody, but they they save the world at the end. Yeah. But uh, I think it's been out long enough. Yeah, you um, didn't. You can't spoil yeah. Contagion. Yeah, you can't completely no, you... spoil Contagion. Like, but I, I guess it's to give people comfort. But like to me, that's the last thing I want to watch. To right like now. understand how what what this is or could be. Is that what that is? Yeah, but it's a movie. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I, I saw it in the theater. I, I saw yeah. it in the IMAX. Weirdly enough, Contagion was in IMAX for some reason. It's sure. not. It's yeah. not like. It's it was not an the, unne- that's an unnecessary yeah. IMAX movie. Yeah. That's that's a. I guess we could play Contagion for this week in here. It's not just like what are the like the IMAX theaters like scheduling the stuff yeah, yeah. and then they're just kind of like, yeah, throw it up. Yeah, I guess why not. Put that. We got the one in the caves we could always play, or the one with the like all the nature ones that just seem to. The one. So, this is a sad thing because they uh, uh, did this Beastie Boys documentary, which is going to be on Apple TV uh, Plus, and I figured out the scam of how that works. Okay. The Apple TV Plus is like because uh, I had to get a new phone. Okay. And if you get a new phone, hey, you get Apple TV Plus for the year. Uh-huh. So that's the automatically, yeah. that's how they get their sure. subscribers. But they're putting out the Beastie Boys documentary, which is yeah. which is a live show mm-hmm. um, uh, that Spike Jones directed, and they were going to release that in the IMAX. Your co-directing course. partner, huh? Spike. Your co-directing partner, Spike Jones. No, oh, no, oh, a thousand years ago. Uh, no, I just let everybody know. Look, I'm always excited by this. You did a wax video, Who's <laughs> the Man, with Spike Jones. I, what was the, who is, no, who is next? Who's, who, who is next? Which is, uh, Wax. It, Wax was a, uh, Joe Sib. People mm-hmm. know that guy? Joe Sib was in, uh, Wax. And okay. more importantly, Loomis from, from Jackass. From Jackass. From the yeah. Jackass. That films. maniac was <laughs> in a band. But and I don't want to take you. I want to let's follow this BC Boys thing through before we get to the. Well, they were going to release that in IMAX, and that, that was an interesting way to do their documentary because basically what um, I guess Spike did was he filmed the live shows that they performed, uh, uh, promoting Mike the and book Adam, and, and doing this kind of like the book and telling, doing a storytelling show, mm-hmm. mixing that with documentaries and like images would appear on the left and the right and everything. And like sure. that could be kind of like, Oh, I didn't see the live show. That would be an interesting IMAX experience. Yeah. Canceled to just, yeah, to have be that. watching it on my Apple TV. Yeah, I know it's, it's a weird it's a weird thing to be just like, my movie, I wanted to see the movie, now I can only watch the movie, but that's exactly how I feel about, like, I'm just like, but the conversation was going to be in 35 millimeter at the new art. Say, what I'm saying to filmmakers is, uh, get used to it, because like, like the Irishman, okay? Yeah. Is, all right. I watched that on Netflix. Uh-huh. You know, I was yeah. I, I, I was talking to a, a buddy's got a movie coming out, and I was just like, oh, you know, this was before, right before this happened. I'm like, let me know, you know, if you if you do a screening or whatever, you know, I want to see it. Mm-hmm. And he, he's like, it's coming out on Netflix in May, and I'm like, yeah, uh-huh. you know what, you're right, actually, yeah, yeah I'll just watch it. We just watch your movie until yeah, it's like, man, I guess I guess that's how we're watching movies. No, like I, I do think, like I hope there's still small independent theaters and stuff but unless you're making i I think filmmakers are just gonna have to get used to the fact that like hey maybe your movie's you know not gonna come out in a theater but 
everybody's TVs are are bigger. The sound yeah. is is is, yeah. is better. It's sort of like and people will actually see. It's a, it's the trade off. It. Yeah, it's like when it only plays in a theater, you're seeing it in the optimal. I'm not going. Way. Like I, I was dying to see the Linda Ronstadt documentary. Sure, but I was not going to go to you know Santa Monica. For no, it. exactly. You're going to drive to Santa Monica and see. <clears throat> A ninety-minute documentary that it's like, well, I that was, only saw that's that just story. Like fine, that's just like, yeah. oh, you know, about somebody I'm like, kind of a fan of. Yeah, know? yeah. I'm like, like, I'm just like, just that I just, oh, I just have to cross this off the documentary list. Oh yeah, no, like I saw the, like I just watched the ZZ Top documentary. So I'm just kind of yeah. like, yeah, it was fine. It yeah, good. Definitely that's... didn't need to see that in the theater. Yeah, like, no, 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 no. Like, and then conversely, like the one about the band one. The last and, waltz? No, the one there's like one called one. Once we were brothers. It's a. It's oh a, no! It's wait, a, wait, wait, no! We already have a band documentary. No, there's a new one coming out, and it played in theaters for a little bit. It and played then, in theaters. Yeah, and I was just like, "Do I have to see this in a theater that, for if, a band I don't like?" If that doesn't have like footage of Robbie Robertson, Martin Scorsese in the '70s actually doing cocaine together and talking, there's there is no need for yeah. another band documentary. Well, I want to say to you, Jake Fogelnest, do you know Robbie Robertson wrote this book? Maybe I shouldn't say this. I, I think I might not be allowed to say this. Um, never mind. I'll tell you later. Yeah, you tell me later. Yeah. Also, um, I got to know the, the, the names that you whispered to uh, 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 Marin Mar- and Lynn. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, it's pretty. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I think I know one of them. Yeah, you do Mark. Mark Mouth's the name of somebody. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah well, he's in trouble. <laughs> um, so what... With with this, uh, how have you been getting by day to day with with this thing? Even though even though it's a, 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 a we as we said earlier, it's 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 not miles away from a, where a lot of us yeah. are, but still, the, the, it is. Yeah, no, it's weird. It's definitely weird. Um, uh, truthfully, a um, lot of time hanging with my girlfriend, mm-hmm. who's just uh, great and. I um, I had never watched uh, Degrassi. Okay. You know because I uh, I'm 41. I I um, I'm not of an age where it was ever like oh that was a thing I would have watched as a kid. And yeah. I was like too old. It just was like a thing. I it mi- just missed your just sweet missed spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. never had a thought on it mm-hmm. that was negative or positive. I just never uh, watched uh, Degrassi. Junior high, Degrassi high, Degrassi the next generation. Yeah. And now I am, uh, on season eight of Degrassi the next generation. <laughs> um, and, and we're, we're talking, you know, next generation, like 22 episode seasons. Okay. Wow. So, so I, you're... it's been a lot of, uh, I'm just trying to get through Degrassi. Mm-hmm. Like that's sort of the thing. Sure. And then I have, I have a standing thing that, that we do before this which is which we call pretentious movie tuesday okay so and here's it's really it's a simple premise it's a movie that neither uh, neither of us have seen okay. that might be considered pretentious sure. now this could be a french film from 1962 okay. with subtitles mm-hmm. or it could be jay and silent bob reboot okay as long as it could fall into the category uh-huh. of like have we seen it 
sure. would it be considered a pretentious film? And I've sure. seen some really, really great films, mm-hmm. and I've seen some ones that aren't so great. But it's just like, let's eh, watch something that's not garbage yeah, yeah, once yeah, a yeah, week. Yeah. At least once well, a week. Well, it's good to see that you're pushing back by watching things like Jay and Silent Bob. Got to tell you something. I, 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 got, I, I got what I paid for. Yeah. No, no. I, I watched it. and I, I, it, was, it, it delivered. That's... I watched that, and I'm look. I am could not be more on record of my my struggles with Kevin Smith. But that said, I wish I was a fan of someone who took my fandom and said, "I am going to give you exactly what you want." You know, I here's the thing about here's the thing about Kevin Smith, like. The, the the guy is the nicest guy. Mm-hmm. I I uh, you know, I think we can all we've all looked back on on chasing Amy and gone, how the hell did that happen? What was yeah. going on? You know yeah. that that was you know that's in the Criterion. I think one of the I think that's one of the Criterion's kind of just like like Oop, we uh, made uh, uh, a little too quick to we might slide that one back off the. Uh, but you know I think if you had. The crazy loyal fan base that, you know, anybody, if we all had the crazy loyal fan base and the ability to get the people to come out and to make a movie Mm -hmm. with your friends and with your family for your fans, there's 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 going to be a little bit of jealousy in everybody uh, that he gets the right to do that. And he has got a bizarre or has as maybe in recent years has gotten a real good sense of humor about it and is at heart a yeah. really good dude even if you think his 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 films are garbage but mm-hmm. man i was like this movie delivers to the kevin smith fan oh absolutely and i will say it's like and he's kind and there's a strange sort of confidence in the way he makes the things now yeah he's not dancing for People, he's not trying to win people over anymore. No. He's kind of just like, I make I the thing for my people. Yeah, and he's, I've got my people. And I'm sure he's gone through those stretches where he made things and tried to make everybody happy with the thing and tried to win the people who aren't fans over and, they, and he didn't necessarily get them. So now he's just like, yeah, I don't care. I'm just going to make things for my people. Whether, Which, honestly, I think is the best way to be especially in the world that we are mm-hmm. living in now so it's like you know we're the idea of like broadcasting is over it's you know it's the over. broad part of broadcasting broad, yes yeah it's narrow casting it is it's narrow like, ca- yeah. as long as you can get enough for it to make financial sense that's then you should just do the thing the way that you want to do it and, yeah, you know, obviously everybody's got to make a living. Of course, you but, know, and but there's some still, things you got to do to like make a living. Like I, you know, I worked on things that I'm like, eh. But he's not so. So maybe he's not when he makes Jay and Silent Bob reboot. He's not the the chance of him becoming insanely wealthy is not in the equation with that. But because no, he's he's because first of all, he's, he's it's a tour. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. and then. And so it's time and it's like, you know, there's and that's time away from the family and yeah. everything. He's got to take that movie. He's, he's four walling. He's working. It. Yeah, he works. He, he takes works. it out. He does a live thing. But but if you take it in the way where he does it, he takes it out. He sells a mountain of merchandise at every one of these shows. Yeah. 
He takes out the of the movie. hockey jersey. He's out of the hockey jersey. <laughs> yes, they're sold out. Guys, we don't have. Uh, he sold all. He's not wearing them anymore. Mm-hmm. So he's. I guess he's just selling them off to yeah. the fans. He could just sell game worn hockey jerseys. <laughs> worn on day twenty three of production of Tusk. Hosky, hockey Tusk jerseys did not for shoot stuff. for twenty three days. <laughs> That's no true. I don't know way. what I was thinking. Twenty three shoot days on Tusk. <laughs> I don't think so. No. <laughs> Maybe though. I don't know. But but there is something. And again, do I like the guy? Did the guys work? Not really. Yeah, you're not. You, it's do, okay to be. Do I like the guy? Yeah, fan. I think I do. You do. You. I you, do. You do. I. I really. Uh, I really liked. I mean, I. I'd known him now since I was a kid. Mm-hmm. We had the heart thing. I. I was like. Uh, hey, you know, I want to reach out to him. That guy's been kind to me for years and stuff. Asked a friend for his email, and mm-hmm. then I got his, his number, and then and then I texted him, and I'm like, hey, what's your email? He's like, just text me. And I was like, and then I texted him a long thing, and he was, just text, mm-hmm. text like, right back. Yeah. You know, I got close friends I don't hear from. No. And, and it was, and it was not uh, show business. It was genuine. So, uh, I mean, I know it's, it's, it's ridiculous to talk mm-hmm. in such reverence about Kevin Smith on it? the best show. Yeah. But, but I think that, like, you know, in these times, it's sort of like, let people make their thing. Now, he makes his thing. It works. It speak. It's his audience. He made it for his audience, yeah. and and they and it's got all sorts of inside jokes in it. That I would, it's like, troubling when I get well because you so many of the inside where seen I just like, I get you all. Remember, there yeah. was a time where at ten o'clock in the morning you were the first person at the theater. Yep, that we you sat in the same theater it's, as me. It's the, troubling watching a yeah. scary movie uh, three. Well, that that's the highlight. No, that was uh, Scream three. Oh, yeah, yeah, Scream, Scream 3, 3, not Scary Movie Because we've talked about this before, but never hurt to say it again, because Jake had a show called Squirt TV, where he was on MTV, and he was a, a, a precocious youth. And yeah, was, I, I, had a, I basically had like a YouTube channel, on, one of those YouTubers. On television. On though. television. On an actual... On public access, and then MTV, and, and but, it, but it, it, I look now... And it's all now been digitized, mm-hmm. and uh, you know maybe I'll sell it to you someday. Well, this is the nostalgic. documentary. This but, is the documentary. Oh, I, I people have asked. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do. I got a book to do first. You got to do something. You know, with, but yeah. but I have this. I did, but I had the show, mm-hmm. and um, and it was basically like an, an obnoxious teenage YouTuber. Mm-hmm. The only difference was it was 1994. Yeah, and Rivers Cuomo would come by your. Yeah, so parents' apartment. Yeah, Who and, came over? Beastie Boys. Yeah, the Beastie Boys. Sonic Youth. Sonic Youth. Back, like you know, they might be giants. Like you know, basically, like whoever. It was a weird, bizarre thing of like, who am I a fan of as a teenager? Oh, yeah. guess what? They're on the phone for you. Yeah. Ween. And they come by and they would goof around with you. Yeah, and it was, it, and it was really no different than like you know. I mean, it was way different than like, like there's a big difference, I think, between Jake Fogelnest and uh-huh. Jake Paul. Yeah. I, I don't. I, no, there's a huge. Yeah. There was, well, at the time, I just remember watching this thing and probably I was just like, who is this little fucker? I was like, man, I can't stand this kid. Yeah. Who's this fucking little. Uh, he seems like, really. I, I would hate me. Uh-huh. I, you know, uh, how, how does this, what was going on? 
What were you doing mm-hmm. in in nineteen ninety six? Yeah. Which, which, by the yeah. way, everybody knows it was no walk in the park for me. No, no, you, know, you were. What happened. You were definitely taking your lumps. I was taking my lumps. That's <laughs> yeah. well documented. Uh-huh. But I, I, I would love to know, like, you, you tuned in to to MTV because that was a thing that people would do. Yeah. And I, I come on the screen, oh. and what is your day to day in '96? I'm working at a music store, writing. Round every minute I'm not working at the music store, I'm writing, trying to get something going with my career, and and failing miserably. And then I see this kid on television, and he's got Liz Fair. She's sitting Liz on, Fair. Liz, you sit there with Liz Fair, and she's and she's flirting with me. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, how man. dare I was like, how dare he? And I was just like. No, you had every right. This kid's got everything. I got nothing. Yeah. And then I go to the movies with with my friends, and we see Scream Three, which we both paid a ticket to. Yeah, we both. And, I'm we, in and we should both make a donation to the Scream Three to fun. Rain. Yeah, uh, you know, which because uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was, was a, that was a dimension picture. Yes, yeah, so exactly. We owe. Kevin that Smith one. has actually his all his royalties mm-hmm. for the past that just goes to charities. That's now. awesome. Skip That's that. great. Yeah, any any Harvey related thing. Yeah. So I hear this laugh in the theater. Okay. It's it's probably the same annoying laugh that bothers the people listening to the show right now. And I'm just like, and I said to my friend, I think that's that Squirt TV kid. I could swear that's his laugh. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like. <laughs> I guarantee that's him. <laughs> James, Silent Bob, yeah. And then when the movie's over, I'm like, we got to wait outside this. We got to hurry out so first. You, yeah. you. Oh yeah. Your, oh and no. Your, and your record and your record store pals. Sad is it? No, I'm not saying this isn't. <laughs> this isn't a complete tour of sadness. And but and I, I'm pretty. I have this weird, um, useless Mary Lou mm-hmm. Henner type talent of yeah. being able to remember. Oh, no. Every yeah. movie that I saw, what theater I saw it at, yeah. and who I was with. This was in probably like around four. This is we saw like it. In, at, it was uh, the Twelfth uh, Street, Second yeah. Avenue Theater yep. in New York City. Mm-hmm. I believe I was with my mother. Okay. Okay. And I just remember we stood outside the little theater, the theater doors, yeah. and then I saw. It, I was like, there he goes. It was him. And then. Like very shortly after that, I met you with the upright citizens against <laughs> yeah. him. Just like this guy's great, a, a year he's a later. nice guy. Like just I was like, hey, I met the Square TV guy. He's a really good guy. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm friends with him now. So, yeah. and that was yeah. You were, um, yeah, because we, we were both going by UCB. Yeah, which uh, I both. understand is uh, from what I've been uh, reading online. UCB is now selling essential oils, so sure. that's a, a a good thing. How uh, is there no UCBCBD? <laughs> that's no. There you go. See, this is why is that still on the table? First of all, UCBC. UC, you're the guy who could who could turn the business around in two UCBD seconds. UCBD oil. UCBD. Yeah, that's all it would have to be. That's what you CBD yeah. oil. You put the you put the the face on it. Yeah. And you, you and you. UCBD oil, come on! You're trying to, what are you doing? Which, yeah. There you go. 
there the problem solved but uh no you, we would we you know we were at that time UCB was i want to say 100 people you mm-hmm. know and then the audience and yeah. and it was just like the, the smallest group of people who were all kind of we all kind of work and are still friends oh. which i think is a, an amazing miracle one of the um, best parts of my life uh, in this field or whatever is that i got to see like people talk about like the bands they got to see when they were yeah. young and it's like i got to see crazy bands and then i got to see insane comedians when they were starting out or Tina when they Fe, before yeah adam see, mckay rachel yeah Dratch, right. like uh, see horatio john glazer john glazer yeah john glazer i i Every everyone saw John Glazer does the most amazing thing where he will just text me, just uh, reminding me about a bit from twenty years ago. Mm-hmm. He just has this memory, and I and we go right back into it. Yeah, but no, watching John Glazer imp- improvise eating a meatball sandwich mm-hmm. is about the funniest thing. Yeah, I've ever seen. And then mm-hmm. I think he was in some TV show or some movie where he was eating a sandwich. Yeah. And it was really, I was like, oh my God, there hustlers. it is. Yeah, it was Hustlers. That's right. Yeah. We were watching Hustlers, which I which I thought was great, yeah. by the way. Yeah, I love that movie. movie. I'm watching Hustlers and I, I say to my girlfriend, I'm like, I remember I told you about the guy who ate the improv mm-hmm. meatball sandwich? That's yeah. him. He's, it, 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 He's and, now getting paid to do for that. that. Yeah. Like, but this is, this was like... A hundred seats, no fire exit. Yeah. Um, like, what are some of the highlights you think? Of? What do you think of back then? And when you would go to UCB theater and see things like, what are what are the first things that pop into your mind for that era? The things that pop into my mind was the fact that oh my god, I found people my age, mm-hmm. um, and uh, some people who are a little bit older than me. Mm-hmm. Who, you know, here's the thing about Squirt TV. If I had anybody else to host that show uh-huh. when I was 14 years old, turning 15 when I started it, if I had, you know, anybody else, I would have had them host that show. Sure. I wanted to make a TV show. I wanted to write a TV show. I wanted to produce a TV show. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I want to write comedy. So... I met people my age and a little bit older who knew a thing or two more. Like I had like this raw talent and here was a group of people who wanted to do the same thing that I wanted to do. Yeah. And also we were all crazy and we would stay up. Like I went back and I, I read some old diaries and stuff and I was thinking, Oh, this is going to be a lot about drinking and stuff. And it was, and it wasn't, it was like, Oh, we were up until three o'clock in the morning, you know, uh, writing the show. We got to do it tomorrow. I hope people come, you know, and, mm-hmm. and it's like for, for no money, for no guarantee that there was any, that there was going to be any chance that there was going to be a job in any type of show business. Yeah. Yeah. After going through an experience where it's like, Hey kid, you have your own TV show. You're the host and executive producer to then going to, you mean nothing. You don't even know how to construct a sketch. Great motorcycle. You know? uh, so the staying up with my friends and, and then that. And then 
the comedy that I saw just like there's just certain it's like it would be me describing like improv moments mm-hmm. 20 years later that yeah, are out of context like doesn't it's, translate it does like it would never well like, then who 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 comes to mind when you think of somebody who you got to see start off and you're just like oh that person has a thing that's special and I know I'm seeing somebody who's going to be somebody Obvi- I mean obviously Tina Fey mm-hmm. uh, like Dretchen Dretchen Fey did this sketch show that was directed by uh, Tina's husband Jeff Richman who if hopefully I, I, I you know I've been able to see it but then years later they did Mean Girls on Broadway yeah. so I got to see and be taught and learn from Jeff Richman who came from Second City like how to do this yeah you know and then see these people do these incredible improv scenes like you know obviously Horatio mm-hmm. uh, just unglued getting to see these people that like Amy Poehler before she was on Saturday Night Live yeah you know yeah. I'll never forget the day that we found out that Amy oh Besser doesn't mind me telling this story that Amy got Amy got hired for SNL which was a, a weird time because it, it was right around that, right before nine eleven and stuff. But but uh, Besser was sitting in front of the UCB theater on like a lawn chair, writing in a notebook. Uh huh. And it was not something he would normally do. Usually he would just kind of go to the back and you know be in the green room. Yeah. But he was sitting in the, like, and I was like, "How you doing?" And he was just like, "When a guy can't sit on his front porch." <laughs> That's what he said. And I was like, okay. And uh-huh. I just kind of, even at like 1920, I knew. I'm like, this guy is dealing with the fact that Amy's on Saturday Night Live. What uh-huh. does this mean for the sketch group? Okay. I mm-hmm. understand. Got it. Got it. Got it. Yeah. And um, I mean, I don't, I, I'm, you know, it's a, and then just like. Uh, just you felt that he, the change was happening. This yeah. is just the beginning of many changes. Probably. Yeah. I remember when <laughs> this was. I remember the the first time that Saturday Night Live came to the theater to showcase, mm-hmm. and it was Fred Armisen's uh, was there to audition, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, and the rest of it was all UCB people. It was the first time uh, that, that Tina uh, had had I guess had convinced Lauren, "Hey, come check out what these kids are doing at UCB." I had written or directed. Most of the sketches that people were presenting, mm-hmm. and before it, Tina Fey said to me, "Jake, I just want you to know this is the rest of your career on the line." And I took her seriously, uh-huh. and the look on my she saw the look on my face, like yeah. I was, I you know, you're twenty, yeah. twenty one, mm-hmm. and you, you go, "Oh my god, this is the rest of my career on my line." And she so she so quickly went. Oh my God, I'm kidding. Uh-huh. And it was like uh-huh. simultaneously the meanest thing that anybody has ever done. Yeah. And the nicest thing that anybody uh-huh. has ever done. So that, and then also them asking me to write jokes for update when that was still a thing you could do. Yeah. And having a joke. But you can't. I've been, I, I, cause I literally do. No, they, and again, stuff it goes every... right. It goes right into a show. You mm-hmm. have, by the way, the fax number you're using, it's from yeah. Norm McDonald. Yeah. So. He's, oh, he's been off. But the he's show not for, there anymore. No, no, no. It's I don't watch guys, a whole lot. These two guys, Colin Jost and Michael Che. One of them seems to be fine. Like uh-huh. his worst. His, what's his worst crime? He's in the Hamptons. 
yeah. married to Scarlett Johansson. The yeah. other guy seems a little bit deranged. He's I think <laughs> they both seem deranged. In their own way. In their, in own, their way. own way. Um, Which I would say I wouldn't trust either of those guys. I'm not loaning either of them money. Yeah, that's exactly it. If I had to like I I would if you lent Colin Jost your car, you'd literally never get it back and you'd have no form of like of like that's true. fighting it in I a way. Will, Just I'm be like, gonna, hey, that's how it goes. I'm not gonna say the celebrity, but I loaned a celebrity mm-hmm. that I didn't know that well. A uh-huh. DVD. Yeah. That is kinda hard to find. And it's out of print now. Sure. And I knew when I was loaning it to this celebrity, yeah. I said, I'm never seeing this DVD again. Who is this? This is the new trend on the show now. Who is Who's, it? Who are just we say, talking you about? You say, just mouth it to me. Okay. Yeah. I could see that. And, and by the mm-hmm. way, it, it was it was a totally platonic, you know, like, mm-hmm. uh, I was like, no, yeah, here's, you want to see this thing? Here's the thing. Sure. No problem. Never not gotten back Gone. now they're putting it back out on on uh blu-ray this year yeah. so i say keep it keep it Got, you keep it yeah keep it you keep it now one final thing i guess on a on a more serious note and we don't have to talk i can cut this out if you no. i don't know what you if you want it like how with dealing with with uh being kind of like isolated and quarantining in the face of of uh sobriety what is that what is that oh, man. like? I'm so glad you asked that question. And don't cut it out. Okay. So, um, so for me, like, it's it's coming up on 14 years of sobriety uh, in June, which is oh, uh, you know amazing. And there is not a day that goes by where I do not speak on the phone or text or connect with another person who has this thing. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just it's it's just like, oh, this is the thing I have. I, I'm not I'm very, very blessed that like the desire to use was lifted a long time ago to drink, to do anything. Um, I think about it now. I, I actually joke. I've made jokes about it like, hey, you know what? This would be a great time to relapse. You know, before <laughs> before this uh, uh, uh-huh. pandemic started, it's like just some career stuff going on. I was sitting in a room with people. And like all uh-huh. of us, are, we were all sober. Yeah. And I said, somebody made said, hey, what if we all relapsed right now? Right now, like, yeah. As, 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 yeah. Um, but oh. what I did yesterday was I did a, 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 a meeting on Zoom. And I was like, oh, you know what? This actually might make me go to do more of these. Uh-huh. My biggest problem is I don't want to schlep out to... I miss... That, that was the problem I've had in Los Angeles. Is okay. I miss the New York meetings. Because you could just... There was my meetings with my people. Mm-hmm. It's, it's different out here. It's yeah. a different kind of thing. I don't know. It's just different. But I tried one of the online meetings. A, a friend invited me to one. And I was like, this is great. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it was because... Well, I think it was because the people connecting with the people and who were talking about the isolation and how they were feeling. And they were in various different stages of their recovery. Some people with many more years than me, some people with many less years, but, um, that, that thing works mm-hmm. like, you know, the, uh, you know, the, w- you know, we have a disease and the cure to the disease is talking. Yeah. So, the way that I live my life today and 
I feel very like I'm right now in this place of gratitude and how can I be of service? Mm -hmm. That's where I'm at. It's like, I am very grateful for where I'm at. How can I help somebody else out? If that means, you know, taking a phone call, if that means taking somebody to their first meeting and, you know, I've lived here for a while. I have been the first phone call for, for some people and it's been kind of, kind of a miraculous thing to see a, a couple people now four, five, six years that have, you know, gone from a really low place to a, you know, to a, a place of sanity and, and, and health. So that they get under their belt, but they, they get, they, they can build up their, their years or. Yeah. And it, and it was just like, Oh man, I remember when you were crying, mm-hmm. you know, on my couch Yeah, and I was going, okay, yeah, it, it does not have to be like this. And, and, and. You know, it's, uh, you know, so, so, so by so, the way, don't please, I, like, I, I can't, like, don't everybody, uh, send me, like, a message on Twitter, like, I, I, I need help, because I can't, I, you know, but. Well, you can help who you can help, and that's, yeah. but so it's, it's like, you, I guess the next thing would be that just, like, if somebody's hearing this and they're just like, yeah, I think I'm, I, this is something that's, that's kind of registering for them, I guess there's all sorts of online, Ton of People are doing yeah. online meetings now. Yeah, and it's just like I guarantee you. Even if you do, if you all right, if you do not have a friend, you mm-hmm. know what I mean. Just, just yeah. Type in, you know, that everybody knows the twelve step programs names and stuff, mm-hmm. and like you know, someone will get you there. Yeah, you know, yeah, call, yeah. Like you pick up the phone and talk about it. Sure. And that actually applies even beyond, you know, twelve step. I'm like, you know, I'm. uh you know, you start to, after a certain amount of years, you start to develop like, you know, a set of tools and mm-hmm. then you'll, you know, you'll wake up with the crazy thought and then you can kind of talk yourself down. Mm-hmm. And if you can't, like, it's good chance that a friend of yours is not going to be crazy at the same time that you're yeah, crazy. Yeah. You just have to hope ever like somebody, somebody can help at some, somebody can be the anchor or the, or the the kind of the the strong one at that point and then you take turns yeah exactly and i also have you know been in the position where you know i've scrolled through the phone and i'm like uh it weighs a thousand pounds i'm like Mm -hmm. there is nobody i can call yeah you know i have i have felt that feeling and it's just like it is pushing through that feeling and that's when it's just like all right what can i go do Mm -hmm. for somebody else my problems are not the biggest problems. They may feel like it. Sure. But there is somebody else who's got a worse thing than me. Yeah. Always. So Especially so, me. Sure. At a TV no. show when I was of course. 14. Yeah. How could you do that to him, huh? show business? Look what you did to this guy, show business. <laughs> You've got some, I will say. You definitely got some questions. Well, that's actually, I relapse. That's my ride. This is it. My ride's here. <laughs> I love that. That's all it's, oh, that's, oh, that's nice. That Andy yeah. Kindler's on that ambulance. He just gave yeah. gave me the finger. Yeah, he, yeah, he's uh, there. He goes off to go. I guess they're going to. You got to do this with. You got to go do this with him. Sure. Oh no, I'll do this with him. You got to. You, you, you got to. I you, love you, him. He's he. Uh, there's only one Andy Kindler. He's the funniest. The king. Really, the king. Yeah. The king. 
Well, the King of Queen, Queens is Kevin James. The King who Andy of- Kindler, he would like to have that, but, but there can only be one king. There can only be one king. There's only room on the throne. I guess is that what Game of Thrones is about? I don't know. I've, I've I watched, never watched. I watched an episode. I didn't watch any of it, and I, I guess I, I I was just like, eh, not for me. Yeah. And here's the thing that I'll say: after this pandemic is over, and we will get through this, we're going to have to come up with a lot of creative excuses of why we haven't seen each other's TV shows <laughs> yeah. and movies. Yes. Suddenly be like, like, uh, oh, oh yeah, yeah, I didn't. You like, didn't really. Uh, so, so Paul Shear, I'm saying right now, I'm sorry I haven't seen Black Monday yet. Yeah, no, I. I'll get I will, to it. I will also say Paul Black Monday. I will watch now, and I'm excited. The second season's out now, and I like seeing you <laughs> on the roller skates. And when we, when I pull into your driveway to talk to you, I will be <laughs> Black Monday conversant. Yeah. <laughs> I will be able to talk about. I don't know your character. You're talking to a man right now with nothing to plug. I'm going to catch up on Black Monday today. I'm starting with that. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I am blissfully in development. <laughs> yeah, blissfully. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, you want to read the notes someone sent me? <laughs> like that's I, I, I don't have a show to show you. I can show you the notes. No, man. I'm, uh, I, I, I hope. I don't know when it'll be a year, two, three years from now. We'll be talking about a thing. But I don't know. Yeah. Well, right now, it's I know what I got to do tomorrow. Yeah. And nobody else can know. And it's and you know what? It's about sometimes it's about what's not in the trades. Sometimes it's about I don't know what that means. That what means there's all kinds of projects they do not announce. Oh, yeah. No. But, you know. When they announce when you see a thing announced that somebody's doing that's a thing, the, that just means thing I'm at least looking. That person wants. That person made a point of wanting to see their name I, on a thing. I, I, it, it, with this, with what I'm doing right now, I'm like, let's wait until there's a trailer. Yeah. Wow. Jake Fogelness, this is exciting to talk to you. I'm glad you're doing okay. I'm glad you're doing okay. I'm glad to see you. People like looking at us as we're doing this. Wait, what? Get farther away. You're not far enough. No, I'm not. I can't. See, this is the thing. This happens in, this happens in Los Feliz. And there's people waving. They Maybe yeah. they recognize you. They recognize me. But I can't see that far away. Yeah. Now that guy, uh, I don't know. Half, he looks like a fan of yours. One of these, every one out of every five people in this neighborhood looks like they're in Queens of the Stone Age. <laughs> <laughs> this, one, I think either that, like, the little dude with the shaved head or the big redheaded guy. <laughs> they all look like one of the, like one of those two guys. I'd like to, if, if you know what if somebody wants to do some street art around here, do some best show quotes. Oh, that'd be great. Let's get I, that. I would I would sanction that. I would if somebody did a giant mural of, or just add me and Jake to the cast of Mash in your <laughs> mural. People would be just like, "Who are those guys?" There's now I mean, a lot of sirens. Maybe something's going I, down. This, is bad. this might be I the last I'm show. Run. This might be it. <laughs> this might There's be been it. an inordinate amount of sirens going on, but Jake. It is a true pleasure to talk to you, and it's great to see you as my friend. Yes. And I'm hope I'm glad you're doing okay. And same here. We can all hold it together and keep getting through stuff. And yeah, that's all we can do. I think it's good you're doing this because people need they need you now. 
well, I need them too. So you now, do, yeah, and and, uh, and now let's uh, sanitize everything. Yes, I'm taking the wipe, <laughs> the sanitary, the wipe, not the sanitary wipe. That sounds I got different. Hand sanitizer. He's hand sanitizing as he. <laughs> I'm gonna unplug the mic. Before he unplugs the mic, and I'm pulling it in with a. All right, I'm, I'm unplugging. There it is. Unplug and just let it fit the ground. I'm picking it up slowly. There it goes. Pass. So it is the weirdest. All right, buddy. All right, Tom. Thanks so much. You know, I love you. I'll see you soon. Okay, I'll talk to you later, of course. Take care. Love you, buddy. Bye.